vision, dreams of passion. And all the while I think of you. Welcome back to Montante's World, episode 99. Uh, the, the big one's coming up, episode 100. Uh, but I'm joined by a very special guest who would be worthy of 100, but he is just a week too soon. And that is none other than Thomas Shattuck. How are you doing? Let me tell you something. The last time I used StreamYard was when Cullinane was running Dave was running uh, Jerry's show. And Cullinane used to suck my face in so my face fat would cover the entire screen. And now I see with yours that you're not. Oh, wait, nobody sees. We're not on video, but we see video with each other. Yeah, just trust us. Yeah, but your you don't do that. Yours actually is two feet away. Like my computer is two feet away. I always thought Colinane was sticking it to me when I was on Jerry's show by making my face fast. You're right. He went out of his way to make you look bad. Oh, he to- totally did. He's such a fucking. I love. I loved. I really actually love Dave, but he is the biggest fucking snake in the world. I actually just thought of something that you didn't ask this question, but I'll volunteer it anyway. A couple of years ago, uh, um, I guess probably like eight years ago. Dave had a client from when he Dave used to do a finance show, Cullinane. Yeah. And he had this client who got indicted. And Dave said, Hey, do you mind just talking to the guy once? And Dave essentially ch- transferred this guy to me to be employed by me. And it was D- Dave's hands were clean. And the guy was oh, went nice. Nuts. That's it was a good a move total, on his part. It, well, total fucking snake, total Dave move. That's the first big impression. And the guy was hounding me for a while. I was like, man, leave me the fuck alone. I don't so this so this so this guy was on Dave's neck about you know what he was doing to you. And then Dave said, Hey, just do me a favor, and then just handed it off to you, and that's your problem. Exactly. Exactly. Does a party respect that? Uh yeah. I mean, because we need like in our battle, like you're a conservative, I'm a conservative. In our battle, we need snakes and intel officers and special ops people, and they have to be they have to be um heartless. And you know, Dave has no conscience and no soul there's no there's nothing happening you know that's good in him there's nothing in him so you need that you know you need the guy who's going to stand by you know while you're while you, you're assembling the firing squad who has zero conscience zero conscience and you could put him in any situation he's a chameleon i mean that uh-huh. that video of him walking around with that lady with a fake accent was unbelievable he was pure you'd think that was his 100th shoot but he can just roll out of bed and do that he's listen there's value to that yeah, I actually, he went and tried to pitch us. This is when I was back at the Boston Herald, and uh, he was trying to pitch us some guy like named like Cadillac Frank or something, and Dave was using <laughs> all his market speak, and he's like, you know, we want to be disruptors in this space, Tom. And he was like, oh, oh my God. Speak. Oh, and he's got that crap down. He is such a. He's he, all the trigger words for, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, my God. I just, yeah, I just got out of um, a little situation. Uh, where someone was trying to, you know, take not take over Montante's world, but uh, be a little behind it. So I heard all those words during our meetings. You know, uh, my associate reached out to you. Uh, all these words, like, man, just talk like a fucking oh, human being. God no, damn. Yeah, like when somebody says stakeholders, I'm like, fucking pull the suicide oh. vest right then. You are fucking weak. You know, the problem is, well, you do sales, don't you? Yeah. The problem is, I mean, you don't have this, but you know, a lot of sales people, they're they're slick. They're hardworking, um, but a lot of them don't understand. They they think that they, when they condescend to you, you don't get it. You know, a lot yeah, of you them pick up said, on it. Yeah, yeah. It was like, hey, big guy, to me, <clears throat> snapping me. Oh. Hey, big guy, this is great. Oh. And uh, it's like I can I can read you, you know, dumbass. You know, just because you're like you you you've got a fucking Audi and you know you're slick. Yeah. I see every part of your information, so don't fucking yeah. condescend to big, me. No? Big guy and buddy, just call. I'd rather someone call me a cocksucker. 
Oh, totally. You know? and, and mean it. And I, I respect it because now we're being up front. Right. And like Chief, you know? Oh, Chief, buddy. Buddy, buddy pisses me off so much. And people do it to me. Not to be like, maybe they are being that way to me. I hate that word. Oh, yeah. No, it's all condescending. I remember one time this, this bartender in Boston, when the Celtics, the year they won everything, the Celtics game was on, and this guy kept calling me Chief. And he was calling me, the, the bartender was calling me Chief. I'm the guy who can tip. He's calling me Chief. Mm. And um, meanwhile, he's slow on the draw. He's not, that's my dog, sorry. Um, <laughs> he, he's uh, slow on the draw. Drinks suck. And I'm like, you're calling me chief so i remember we started calling him tiger back to him but we also walked out on the cab it was the uh yeah oh my God. that doesn't make it right jesus yeah no absolutely okay. no. He, no you no. went from the victim here to the bad guy no, he gets it's correct but he gets the satisfaction of calling me chief he gets to feel superior that's how well, how heavy how heavy were you at this time uh not not like this i uh god maybe two 30 i don't know oh so it's so not, not a disaster so if you were like an absolute slob i think he's talking down to you like mocking you oh, uh, and that draws him out all the time if you're a yeah fan, oh my god yeah oh all the time it's, but 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 um i i was I, I don't think i was huge at the time but still it's like first of all you're it's certainly in my 20s and i think it was in my late 20s when the celtics were doing or maybe they maybe it was, it was when the when the big gambler was on the celtics you remember the guy who's the, the big, big gambler, gambler? So I'm only 30. I don't know who who's oh, the big gambler. You're really young. Oh no, but Paul Pierce had it was Paul Pierce, and then there was another. His buddy was kind of a puffy guy who was a huge gambler. Those two were the the one and two of the team. Oh, are you talking about? I don't know this for a fact, but Rodney Williams looked like he'd have a huge gambling problem. That's not him. This guy was a. Ant really oh, Antoine. Am I thinking of Antoine Walker? Yeah. Yes, that's exactly right. That's I don't know who Rodney Williams is. I was actually thinking of Antoine Walker's fat face when I said Rodney Williams. Rodney Williams could not be a real person. Antoine yeah, Walker. No, I don't think he is. He's dead broke. He's dead broke now. Antoine Isn't Walker. That incredible. Unbelievable. I would be too. I mean, would you be if if you got if you got eleven million dollars today? Where would you be next year? Oh well, you're smart. No, I'd be. I'd be. No, I'd be dead. Yeah, so would I. I would be too. We could joke about cocaine. You give me eleven million dollars, I'm lost in AC. You know, shoeless with you know powdered up face. Seventy two hours from now. Isn't Atlantic City a shithole? I was there, like at the, I actually stayed at the Trump Hotel, like five years. Yeah. ago. it was like holy god. This you you hard. you pump yourself full of enough uh, booze and whatever. AC's yeah. a good time. You can't uh, go there sober. The morning you're like, oh, yeah. this is gross. But but at two two p two a.m. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. There were <laughs> there were aggressive homeless when I was there. I was they were like they weren't letting it go that they wanted money. They were like on me on the on the boardwalk. Yeah, it's, they're they're yeah they're you know they should get it. They'll come knock on your windows. I'll tell you what, New Jersey homeless, whether it's South Jersey, like AC, or by me up in Newark. Yeah. There's a couple. They'll knock on your window. Hey, do you have money? No. All right, no problem. Do you have water? Like, geez. I respect the water, by the way, because you yeah. can't turn water into heroin. So yeah. I'm more obligated to give somebody a water than $2 that's going to his little uh, you know, piggy bank for some for some dope. Yeah, you know, I guess so. But, uh, but you know, you spend enough time in the city, and I, I, you know, I used to live in Boston for a long time. You're just over. You're over the interactions with the homeless. You know, if you heard every angle, you've heard the oh man, I I actually I'm a teacher and I just need to get the bus home. Oh. It's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's some yeah, those teachers. Yeah, it's not, I don't, we don't we don't get the pitch here. We just say, hey, can I get can I get money? So I like that they're a little more upfront here in New Jersey. So you've derailed the first uh, seven. With respect, we we have a format oh. here, Thomas. Why? 
I don't know. Because usually my guests just say three <laughs> words and I keep I keep going. You're, but uh, uh, your furious manifesto was unlike anything I've ever seen. Handwritten, man. I don't even know how to write by hand anymore. You're so young. You're only well, Where'd you learn it? To- well, well, you could you look at my handwriting. Do, do I know how to write anymore? I don't know. I don't know. I saw my name a few times. I thought, wait, this this, all, this whole thing is all about me. I don't think I have to study. Yeah. So what I do too is like, because uh, I don't want to give you too much. I'll give you seventy five percent. Wrote that a couple more bullet points, but the big part where I do it is I'll number it so I go in, in chronological order in my brain. Yeah. Well, so you I have the topics, the and then I heard was the last one, which was Kevin and Bristol, and I heard you on Kirk. Um, but your show is good. It's not, you know, I, 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 there's so many. Sh- podcasts that are and i'm like almost embarrassed now to have a podcast because oh everybody does I'm like fucking yeah hell. everybody does but um i i hate the podcast where there's no point to it and then the, the host and the co-host will just joke about how there's no point to it oh yeah and, yeah and they're like oh nobody's listening anyway nobody you know and they're like just self-effacing the whole time it's like fucking just say something or don't say something to be clear are you talking about very good show right now with craig no, I, I don't. Oh, think- you just, you just described that to a T. Oh, that was weird. I was like, wow, oh. just, just call him out by name. No, I don't think I've heard. I don't think I've heard. I've I listened. I have. I listened to Mike's podcast with Craig, but I haven't heard. Uh, I haven't heard that. I would be interesting to see what Craig's stand up is, though. Oh my god, I don't like. Uh, I think I might be on the spectrum. I don't like people singing around me. I don't like stand up. Like I like funny when it authentically happens. When I yeah, see yeah. someone up there, they have a whole thing. It makes me uneasy, especially if it's not good. Craig's stand up. I would kill myself, and I'm not suicidal. I couldn't imagine Craig up there putting together bits. Oh, I could be wrong; could be unbelievable, but I'm I'm uncomfortable just thinking about it. Yeah, because I mean, he's he holds off with Jerry. Like it's not as if he's like taking hitting three point shots during Jerry's show a lot. I love. I think he's great. I love him. I think he's an yeah. awesome guy. But if there is like creative writing happening somewhere, or mm. it's not implemented Where really. Yeah, well, and I, in Craig's defense here, mm. it's easy to be funny with someone when they actually listen to you and respond to you. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point because Jerry will walk right past you. Oh my god, not. he'll almost shoot you. Look like I'm, I'm talking. Don't, don't say anything. You're like, okay, Jesus Christ, do your do your thing. Go, go ahead. So Craig yeah. will say something that's funny, and you will tell Jerry just doesn't even contemplate hearing it. Yeah, Jerry sometimes think is thinking about the next thing he's going to say, or he'll just say like, "Rare good point by you, Shattuck," or whatever you know. <laughs> but that's it. He does miss some. And I, you know what? That's why, why Dave was good as a producer there because I would play to Dave sometimes because Dave was reacting. Yeah. And Jerry sometimes doesn't. But I mean, it, I still, Jerry's fantastic. I, it is shocking to me that Jerry is not a, a bigger than he is right now. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Shocked. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I mean, that's obviously why he's not uh, mainstream anymore because he's too right wing. Pretty anything right wing just means just a normal conservative is too right wing to a lot of these people i mean i just was when you were late so i was on my timeline you're eight minutes late um <laughs> i was looking and cbs news is calling the person who's winning in italy they're just calling them neo-fascists like so if you're just conservative anymore you're not just conservative you're just, you're just openly fascist in people's eyes so that's yeah. just the way it is so you can't he can't be on cbs he can't be even fox hell fox is these people are grandfathered in some of the people are far right they're not gonna hire that way going forward yeah, so, but the fact that an OAN or a Newsmax or or something's not you know picking up picking up Jerry and you know giving them solid money to go on their platform is very surprising. Oh, totally. Because you know, people forget. I think that Jerry's best quality is that he's a funny fucker. He's a funny bastard with like venomous humor, and like people a lot of times since Kirk, of course, was such a you know spectacle in the show. A lot of people forgot that, and Jerry was more of a straight man. But Jerry's a funny bastard. You know, yeah, he is. 
he his he's funnier on air though <laughs> his Twitter, like when I saw he called his people, what the fuck did he call them? Sound like like a, a terrorist oh, uh, name. Alapan. That Cal- was unbelievable. Cal- I was like, holy Christ, that's Jerry. A Craig, uh, creation. Oh, that's that's that one. Put that one back in the uh in the drafts. And then uh the Savage. That's so that's so corny and stupid, but it's funny. Yeah, Ron the Savage. It's like you tell me you'd say it's a joke to your friend, and we go, we don't repeat it. He's just openly tweeting it out, and I love it. Yeah, no, he is uh, he is caution to the wind now. But you know, he's a Northeast conservative, so like he's a tolerant guy. He's he lives in Charlestown, Massachusetts. Yep. Is, you know, it's totally communist. His neighborhood. You know, oh, know. The, you know the old Ironsides, the um, the ship, the USS. Yeah, I, I'm I'm there. I'm there. When I go to Boston, that's that's usually the area because you know, a lot more industrial. So yeah. Right. Well, you know, it's the oldest commission warship in the Navy in the world or whatever, et cetera. And every night at five o'clock, you know, they shoot the cannons. Okay. And so since Charleston has moved from being, uh, you know, Blue local Irish, now beautiful people, they're petitioning every year to stop the cannon fire because it jars them. They find it unsettling. What, what, the, are these, what are these LGBTQ advocates have to do with cannon fire? Well, I don't even know if they're LGBTQ advocates. They're just, you know, well-to-do progressives. If you, if you, when I say that, this is what I mean. When you walk through the neighborhood, you're seeing more uh, the updated LGBTQ flags than you are American. That's what I'm saying. Oh, is that a fair Jesus, assumption? Yes. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, and not even just like the new LGBTQ flag, like the new one that just yeah, with, with the, the the blue, with the the triangle from the side, right. with the blue, with the black, the like, what's right? It's it's been a parody for like four years ago, but there's yeah. so many colors on there. I was like, do you guys not realize what you're doing? It's, it's and absurd. Now, and they've added something for black representation too. So, okay. So, so wait a second. We're going to end up here with every constituency represented in a flag. So white people. <laughs> well, well, yeah, there's certain kinds of white people. Well, you know, what's funny about that too is black representation. They didn't sign up for that. And if you mm-hmm. go down the line, um, Kirk talked about in the past how he voted for gay marriage. Even I'm okay with gay marriage, but mm-hmm. the most the most religious people in this country, mm-hmm. along racial lines, are mostly black people in the South. They're the, so they're the most ironically the most people who oppose gay marriage, but they're just yeah. throwing it in there because they view them as victims. And they and they don't want they don't care what they say. Hey, you guys are victims. You're on it too now. So yeah, what are, that, guys, what are you guys? What are you doing? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, there's a firewall for uh, Pete Buttigieg when he runs for president next time, and it is that area. There certainly is. Yeah, when he goes to Jackson, Mississippi, yeah, yeah. there's a reason to be four people there. They'll probably all be paid. What kind of coffee yeah. do you have? Uh, 7 Eleven, the only the best. Mm. I miss 7 Eleven, man. I used to, oh, you know, I'm on, you know, I'm on my health plan currently, you mm-hmm. know, just cocaine and uh, and lithium water. Yeah, it was working. Uh, and, uh, thank you. And um, <laughs> but God, man, my favorite thing in the world was 7-Eleven nachos. Holy Christ. Oh, after a couple of drinks, I live. Oh. I could right now, if you want to play a game, which we're not, I could run right now to 7-Eleven and be back within a minute. I live That's within great. 30 feet of a 7-Eleven. Oh, that is great. Yeah, it's it was great. a revolution when I was, oh. a, when I was a teenager and they opened the 7-Eleven. I, I lived in Winchester. Next to us was Woburn. You probably know. You deliver up there. Yeah. You drive up there. Um, in the 7 Eleven and Four Corners opened up, and I, yeah, it actually began my addiction to food. I think is just being self serve, squeeze the crap on. I used to know where the, the cheese, yep. I actually called in a death threat to the kid in 7 Eleven in the 7 Eleven on Charles Street in Boston when I was in my 20s because I was going under the cabinet because I knew where the um jalapenos were kept. And he oh, yelled at God. me and said, Don't touch it, get out of there, get out of there, that's closed, you can't touch that stuff. And I was yelling at the kid. And then I stormed out, and I went to a payphone and told him I was going to kill him. Oh, my God. You're, you're very serious, too. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's. I have witnesses. Yeah. Two of my you're, a, you're a sick puppy. I just wanted my nachos. I was a fat guy who oh, actually always really wasn't that. I respect fat. it, but yeah, that is a good move. That's fucking it's between this walking out in the bill. There's a lot of uh, skeletons that you're just, you know, well, revealing you know what? You know what? voluntarily. Let the guy, let the, let the fat drunk guy get his jalapenos. I'm not. I agree. Him. You know, I don't no, want no, much. He, I've actually I been without a 7-Eleven in Copley Square as well, because I had opened the bag of chips without paying first of, of nacho chips. You know how it comes in a bag? Course, it's in the, in the bag. I opened the bag and he said, you have to pay for that before you have the bag. And I said, I don't even know if your stuff works here, if the chili and cheese is going to work here. So I'm going to pour my, put my meal together and then I'll pay. And we had a problem. And I got kicked out of that as well on Exeter and Boylston in Boston. What was the last time you've been thrown out of anything? I think I would like to think that you've matured to this point. Oh, I have. This was always in my twenties. Uh, yeah. Last time I got tossed, I don't remember. Actually, no, no, I don't remember. When I was in California a couple of weeks ago, you know, I flew there, as a matter of fact, on a plane. There you go. Um, I was listening to Kirk's show on a, um, on a, uh, on, with my headphones at a bar. My, I decided I was going to take one. You were at the bar listening to KMS? Yeah, I was. I had my headphones. I, I look like a weirdo anyway. It's like, I'm in Southern yeah, California. Just lean into it. Just lean into it. Sure. Yeah, I, I just want to be comfortable. I was enjoying it. And I said, I said, uh, can I have a? I ordered a, like a vodka neat or something, or, and I and I asked if I could take it out to the patio. And the guy said, "Well, are you going to behave out there? Are you going to be okay?" And that's the last time I was almost close to saying, "You know, fuck you, dude." And what like does I that mean? Me. Like as if I might, am I going to cause you to make me press mm -hmm. when we used uh, uh, Streamyard before? That's got to be it. Yeah, I don't even I don't even know about that one. But let me let me get this train back on track. Yeah. All right. Let me. Uh... Uh, it's almost 11 a.m. It's almost uh, Sunday, uh, first drink of the daytime. Uh, so that's exciting. So what uh, were you drink? Uh, Sunday morning. I'm a seasonal. We're not in full blown fall winter yet. Yeah. When football Sundays in the fall, you go to whiskey. Right now, it's still kind of hot out. So I'm going uh, vodka. We'll do vodkas around 11. Vodka with what? Um, as you tell them, I'm like you. I'm very slender, and I take care. My body is a temple. So I will just do uh, vodka and a, a touch of. Um, you know, just what is it called? Seltzer. The hard seltzer or just normal seltzer? Normal. Oh, I, I do like that. I do like yeah. um what are they called? Uh not the one Portnoy shells, the uh the high noons. I get the I still like the um what's it what was like the original hard seltzer? It was like truly and then um white claw. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, there's um there's canteens around here. And Can uh canteens, what's that? Canteen. It's like it's like it's a brand, it's very good. Yeah, oh. it's very like much like White Claw, but a, a joke that I like that makes people cringe. Um, I call them hard teens, and what I do is I put a uh, vodka with some canteen yeah. and make a nice hard teen. It's good. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. We've and we've that get, that down. gets you going quick. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. We've we we generally oh it's the weekend, so there might be some around as a matter of fact now, but but um unfortunately we've cut well fortunately i guess we've cut down on some of our um how long was, was your wife boozing kind of heavy too um uh, not really I, my, no she she generally it's a, it's all a matter of the level of stress in the house so mm. there are times when we'll just when we'll have a few drinks every night of all the time and then there are some nights where, for me, I'm stopping on purpose. Like, because I could always drink every night, every time, every day. If you lived next door to me and you wanted to drink any time, and I was, like, saying, no, I'm turning my life around, if you came over with beers, I'd be like, boom, bang, I'd be drinking beers at any time. So, yeah. for me, it's more of an effort, because by default, I love to drink. But um, but she can turn it on and off. And she actually gets terrible hangovers where she's, like, 
his anxiety the next day, which which must be awful. But uh, uh, I don't know what that's like. Just blow through it. You're good. No, I know. I know. Yeah, I know. keep keep it keep it rolling. I had a neighbor, uh, Matt, great guy, and he, it was like at a point we would just walk in, and next thing you know, we're booze, we're going back and forth watching sports, and yeah, having a fun neighbor it could be dangerous. Oh yeah, but it's all the difference. I've got fun neighbors. They were over last night. As a matter of fact, I have fun neighbors now, and they're just freaking. They're awesome. They're awesome, and they are they are as dysfunctional as us, as me and my That's house. Good. And it's like perfect, perfect. I couldn't imagine if we didn't. Yeah, having a bad neighbor, we we made uh, niceies with them, but there's one because you're not supposed to have a dog here. And so when they would walk by with the kids, a dog would bark, and then they would uh, I could see they're bicking to each other. Next thing you know, we're getting something in the mail from the association. Oh. Like, you know what? Just fucking talk to me next time. Oh, Mike, it wasn't yeah. us. Like I didn't fucking know it was you. And then like two summers later. They're up there and their grandkids are there with a dog. And yeah. I'm fucking gonna rip my head around. I go, Did I just hear a dog? And oh, they're that's like, great. Yeah. I go, I'm not gonna write a letter to the association, but my dog's here. We're even. And ever since then, we've been fine. That's great. In my old yeah. town in, Mel- in Melrose, Mass., which is a really like up and coming, wannabe, beautiful person. That, that's where, when I go there, that's where I, uh, that's where I stay. I have, I have a, what a, a KMS listener lives there. So they have a little guest room that I stay when I, uh, oh, really? There. Yeah. So I'm um, very familiar. Oh, cool. Uh, well, yeah, I lived on Grove Street in Melrose, and um, as soon we had Trump signs. As a matter of fact, I got them on September 11th, 2016. I put Trump signs in the yard, and that was fine. A lot of people were asking my life, my wife, like, why does he want Trump? And, What's wrong with him? Oh, they, they would say, like, be concerned because they didn't understand yeah. it, and their passive-aggressive bitchy husbands yeah. would, like, not look me in the eyes. But as soon as <laughs> Trump won, our next-door neighbor started complaining to me about everything. Yeah, like I, you had your fire pit pretty late last night, Tom. You know, it, the smoke went into the window, and my son has asthma. Like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, he found a reason to be a bitch about everything. And as soon as Trump won, they had hate has no home here. Yard oh, oh, I, my, my my parents, my my mom, my, my parents. They mm-hmm. haven't been one second. Uh, my mom, uh, the right next to it, it's the, it's the prototypical one. Hate has no home. Yeah. It's it's different color, the right? Black background. Yes. Oh yeah. Same exact. I love that style. Yeah. This house. Oh, yeah. we, love is love. Um, we believe yeah. in science. Oh, that's Nobody, no person just... is illegal. Oh, oh it's perfect. In these people, it's funny because they were, it, it was as soon as Trump won, they had these signs facing us. And they were, we were so, we decided that when these people turned against us, just to kill them with kindness. So we would invite the kids, their kids over. If we had, like, we had little ducklings one day that we borrowed from the school and we were overly nice to them, but they still were total pricks. They at one time had a uh, bouncy house in a birthday party. For their little six and seven year olds. Meanwhile, we had six and seven year olds across the street watching them, and they didn't invite us over or our kids over. Oh, that's foxy. That's that's where you're taking out on little kids because you don't like daddy's politics. Oh yeah, but they're so but they're really good people, of course. Yeah, well, so, they're accepting. They're, they're very open minded. Yes. So we got to be more like we got to be uh, more like them. There so is. I li- yeah. Go ahead. I, I listen to because we could just just go crazy. But there's a couple things I want to get to. Sure, sure. I, I listen to Men- uh, Menor's podcast, and he asked a good question that I'm. He's I'm very good. By the about. Way. Yeah, I just like his voice. You know, he he's a little weasel sometimes, but he's a good guy. Well, he's. Um, a, I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna stick no, no, to the. No, go, I'm go, gonna go, stick go. to the itinerary. No, 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 no script. You go. No, I just, I just think he's he's a very talented guy. I just think, and he's well, like, a, he's a really effective. I mean, he's an asshole. There's no doubt about it. But he's correct. really good at it. He's really effective. Well, so are you, as a matter of fact. You're. Oh, don't, you're don't lump us together. Your convention, uh, um, conviction. When saying you know for a fact which particular set of drugs I was on, 
that's really highly effective. But then again, you are from Jersey, so right. we'll we'll get. To, I I okay. swear to God, I am I I am right on that because I, <laughs> I it was like looking in the mirror. I knew exactly what that was. I could have told you what time you took the Adderall. I know, I know it all, and it's no problem. Listen, we've we've all been there. At least I have. But so, burn barrel. I just want to do a little, you know, reconnaissance on you. Yes. And I don't know why I I wasn't expecting much from it. It was good. I don't know if I listened to a good episode. Um, but working with your wife must be strange or no, you're just so used to it at this point. So um I'm very used to it at this point. I I, I at first it was just me. And then, you know, a lot of times I'd hit news items that take a little more dissection than an analysis than just um, passion and anger. Mm-hmm. So my wife is a she's a nerd. She's a politics nerd. So she's always looking into stats and figures and historic trends and this and that. So she's yeah. always doing that in her own time anyway. So I would bring her on occasionally to break stuff down. Especially stuff I like. It's stuff like economics. I don't know the you know the, the consumer price index. You know the, the minutia. But she loves that stuff. She's a stats and math major, and she loves that crap. So so I thought, oh man, I'll come. I'll bring her in and mine her for data. But I, I was worried because, you know, it, who wants to hear a husband and wife? It's like such a like a pussy coffee clatch kind of thing. And it's a turnoff to me, too. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do this show where we're pretending to laugh with each other. Hey, honey, you know. Um, but uh, but I found that she was good to to lean on. And then and then uh, then I really just needed her to be there because I needed yeah. somebody to be breaking down. And, and I thought like every second that she's on. She's not vacuous and talking about the Kardashians. She's not doing the entertainment update. She's generally very thoughtful and she's thought about a lot of these issues and she's very concise and she's a good like she's she's an A student. So yeah. I'm and I'm an F student. So it's like good for me to bring her in. And then the I mean the only so I so I'm comfortable. She's comfortable now. At first she was very stiff in front of the camera. Well, it t- it takes a little while to get you know to get used to it, but once you get used to it, when you're starting to roll and bet play off each other, and it's no problem. Oh yeah, and then when whenever she drinks, of course she waits till the camera's off of her, and then she'll drink, and then wait till it's back. I, I watch her doing it right over there, um, <laughs> but now she's comfortable and uh, and she loves doing it. We both love doing it because we get so much so much stuff going on. We're so fucking busy um, that it, everything's a blur every week. So it's our kind of way to like at least document what is happening. So like once I stroke out and die or whatever, we can look back and say, okay, mm-hmm. what the hell was happening in those years? And so no, she's great. I love having her. She's she's awesome. If you guys, um, if you guys, I hate these. A lot of couples are like, oh, like me and me, me and my partner never fight. I, me and Alex fight all the time. We're, we're fighting more than we're getting along. Okay, if you guys have a fight, do you think, um, the, the average listener to you that listen to you guys frequently could probably, you know, ten, you know, sense that? Does it come through? Uh, we've had people comment and say that sometimes I've sounded mean or sounded or shut her up or whatever. Um, I, I. I don't know because I mean there are times when like when we're like before the podcast we're like like do you even do you even want to do this fucking podcast tonight anymore or do you want to just go do something else or you're being an asshole or she's it's both ways yeah. we have we have loud and very I mean there's not too much hidden our fights are loud and in your face and uh like but the, at the end of the day like it's just somewhere where we where we check in and we're fine but no we have recently it's our, our relationship has never been better better than it is now and i don't know why that is maybe because we're making a little more money than we used to just because she's got a better job that helps. she has a, yeah she has a better job um but um but but we have knocked down drag out fights i she, i used to years ago she used to give me the look of fucking death she's half serbian and there's mm. a look she would give me that a slavic blood 
oh yeah there was a look that she would, would give me that, that she wants to seriously wants to fucking stab me and i could feel it like my like every bit of dna in me was like holy fuck this is yeah you're intimidated too right that's you yeah this is animal you. instinct happening here <laughs> but i haven't felt my life threatened for quite a while no so no no we get along it's and i like having it on yeah no she was uh she was very good she i i disagreed with her um on the uh, stripper cop or the porn cop, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I do agree with you on that. Now, Menor is my little buddy. He brought up a good thing, so mm-hmm. I respect that she's uh, very religious. I'm not. A lot of people like assume I am because like my takes on abortion and whatnot. Yeah. I just, I just say the. I just noticed something just from a step back. I noticed that the more and more society goes away from God, the more fucked up society gets. So yeah, I, I'm kind of want religion back because I want normalcy back. Um, yeah. but it doesn't mean that I, I'm religious. So she is good for her. Did you guys have uh, premarital sex, or did she did she make you wait? No, oh, we did actually. We did. Uh, no, right, I said was, it, was, it, was it like was it tough, or you know, did she make you wait a little longer than the average? Or well, she liked me from the beginning, which I believe me, I I didn't believe. Well, we, she, we we mentioned she drinks heavily. Uh, <laughs> you know, so well, there's, there's reasons. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who drink heavily who decide not to have sex with me, you know? So that's a good point. Uh, yeah. So no, she liked me immediately when she showed up, we went out for a date and she came to my radio station, our first date. And I had, we had been talking on Facebook and oh my, is that how you guys started talking through Facebook? Mm-hmm. She listened. Wow. I was, on, I was a producer on a radio show and she listened to the show and it just so happened to be a time. I was 37. So it just so happened to be a time where I was starting to get a little attention from a few women, which is not something that ever happened to me before, but most of them age appropriate. But I was like getting some attention from some women. It was like right around the time Scott Brown won his victory in the Senate and this and that. And, and uh, you know, I would go to all these functions and I, and I was getting some attention, which I didn't know what to do with because I have no self-confidence, no game, no whatever, whatever. But anyway, she reached out on Facebook and she said, hey, I love you so much on the show and the show and this and that. And, that, and, and then she was... Um, and she was cute and all that stuff. And like, and she was 23, which of course, when you're 37, 23, that's, that's that's, a big age gap. That's a big age gap. So, but I'm like, um, but I'm like, obviously I'm not going to take this seriously. She's some, Mm -hmm. you know, 23 year old kid who's whatever, but she was big, like libertarian and talked about all sorts of, I lied. Everything I said to her was a lie. Like I love camping and jogging and this and that. I was like, I had to make up a fake personality because. That's the, I never yeah. used my real personality. I mean, that would never work, you know. You'd be so, alone, yeah. Right, exactly. So, so I made up everything, like about like I, I like to curl up with a good book and do this and that, and I I, I like Anne Ayn Rand and this and that. I was, but she, but she was like deep in these things, and I was like, there's no way, there's no way she could actually be 23 and hot and like me. Yeah, intellect, yeah, and intellectual. That's... And then we went out. Um, we went out with a couple of radio people. I was afraid to go out with her alone because she was attractive in normal, it seemed. And so I brought a couple of radio people and we went out with her. She came to my station and she was a total smoke show, total early 20s smoke show and tall and gorgeous. And, and I was so afraid that I went into, in, I mean, I was so stunned that like, I was like, this can't be right. She's got to have a penis or something. There's yeah, no there's, a, there's a catch. There's a right. Catch. Or somebody's filming this and they're just whatever. And I remember I ducked into the, my friend worked in production, a guy named Doug. And I ducked into his studio and said, Doug, what do I do here? This is, do you see this? This is like worrisome to me. This is a level of hotness that I don't know. 
Yeah, it's not adding up here. Right. But but she was she liked me instantly. Bad jokes I say she was laughing at. She was like looking out for me immediately. She's like she was she had her eyes on the prize as effed up as that was. And I've known and I know like who she dated before me. And these are all normal young What they, what do they look like? They're good looking and normal. They're not maybe, maybe she's like a chubby chaser or something. I know. And, and I have it's funny because I have I when I was in my early 30s, I, I was dating a, a woman who lived in Chicago. And I she and the that woman now is married to a guy who's a total facsimile of me. Who just like there's just a look. You know, sometimes you luck out when it's somebody just likes your look, and even if you're a fucking idiot, it doesn't matter. You know, you're in, you know. There's a market for there's a market for everybody. Right. All right. So Alice and I were dating for a while, and I was like, this is living here. I am now dating a 23-year-old, and I have options. And I'm uh and then but then she essentially just gave me a a um uh, she made she told me to commit or not commit. And so I had to make how, how long into it? She's Two months, three months, I don't know. Not very long. God, I thought she was being dramatic when she told your producers going back to Philly. Um that you know it's 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 a year you gotta propose. But it seems like that uh attitude she was, is she was no, she was like uh she was serious. And like who who was I to not commit? Like I'm yeah, not yeah. Gonna... who are, who do you say yeah? No thanks, no thanks. Yeah, Let's this doesn't ha- right. This doesn't I don't have this doesn't happen often. That's what my 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 guy, but the production guy said too. He's like, you, this is not going to happen to you again. This is the time to do whatever she says. And I said, uh, do whatever she says. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's 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 wild. Yeah, because I didn't realize there was a a fourteen year difference. Um, were you were you were your parents like a little like, hey, you know, Tom? She's uh, well. First off, I'm assuming your parents are alive. So sorry if they're not. No, they're dead. But uh, thanks, oh. I just gotten over it. But thanks, Jesus. Jesus. No, no, so, they are dead. <laughs> oh, I thought you're kidding. Okay, so they're actually no, confirmed. They're dead, but one was We're... alive back then. My mother was alive back then, and you should mention it. Like, hey, Tom, I like her, but she was. Uh, no, you know what she liked about her is that Alice went to like this finishing school at the Ritz Carlton, where you learn table manners. Um, what Alice what? is from? Alice is a from Missouri. Yeah. From Missouri? No, no. Alice is from Lexington, Massachusetts. She's from Money. She's from. She's from. Yeah. Why are you no. guys talking about St. Louis and shit on Burn Barrel? I thought her she sister, was from like rural Missouri. No, no. Her sister uh, went to school in St. Louis, but. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. No, no, no. So Alice, uh, so she had excellent etiquette. I think my mother was just thrilled that any human being female was interested in me and wanted me to yeah. procreate. <laughs> so my mother, that was it. She didn't. Other than that, it was fine. It's good to go. I had, I had been, I had a disastrous relationship before alice uh which like toxic um, or just uh oh totally toxic uh, classic and i was too old to get into a toxic relationship but i did anyway because this girl was my high school sweetheart or wanted i want sorry i pined after her in high school and she didn't like me you guys guys reconnected later on and it's just exactly catastrophe yes and i in despite all of the obvious evidence to me and my friends i dove right in like oh this is something special is happening and i was sort of 31 so I blasted about six, five years away of just wasted time with well, her. It worked out for you in a bizarre way, you know. So yeah, can uh, can't complain. So this is where um, I usually record at night. So I usually set up a guest and I go make a mixie. Um, it is ten forty-five. That's mm-hmm. close enough for me on a football Sunday. So I'm going to set you up with this. I'll let you ramble, which doesn't seem to be an issue for you. Um, yeah. How do you think our? Uh, how does this end for our boy Donnie? We're looking back twenty years from now. How does this chapter end? Um, does he, you know, there's pretty much three outcomes. Um, is he jailed? Uh, does he actually get the Republican nominee or can our, can our guy, 
uh, do it again and become president again in a few years. Okay, I don't think he goes to jail. They don't have enough on him to go to jail to make him go to jail. The more they push it, the more the chances that he ascends again. And it's almost going to seem like if they push him, if they push, and I don't want him. I actually want DeSantis. But if they push him and put the screws to this guy anymore in a way that's totally, it's bound in no, you know, fundamental justice whatsoever. If they stick it to him, they're going to create this guy, a, a bigger martyr than we could ever ask for. And he's going to be a referendum on the entire system. So I think there's a chance uh, if they overstep this whatsoever. First of all, they've got nothing on him. Letitia James has nothing on him. It's dumb to think that real estate guys in New York, uh, you know, don't evaluate their uh, um, their assets, you know, in a fluid way. Everybody knows this kind of thing happens. And so that's a bullshit. It's a bullshit uh, witch hunt. It's a dumb civil uh, pursuit anyway. So, I, I mean, I hope, I hope that Trump is done. I don't want him back. I mean, I, I appreciate what he did. He was—I thought he was a, an excellent president for three years. He sucked in the fourth year. Yeah. Um, I think that he's a much better president than he gets credit for. But I, I'd rather take a shot with DeSantis this time. So there's not a part of you though that every time I, I agree with you. But um, I have this conversation a lot of time. I go to different yards. A lot of people are conservative. We have all have the same sentiment. Uh, yeah. I want DeSantis too, but every time you see the FBI be weaponized, these three-letter agencies, which I warned about on Kirk and got laughed at, look look how the three-letter agencies have acted since then. Yeah, uh, I, I was right again. Um, yep. Every time they pull this shit, you're like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck them. Yep. Put this guy back in. Fuck them. If they're going to do this, that's, th that's how they're going to play. I want DeSantis, but you know what? Fuck that. Put, put Donnie back in. So, like, what you just said, fuck them, put him back in, that's where I am. And that's, like, it's an emotional take. Is that like I do? I, I would like to say this on the numbers, but it's yep. only right if if this is a lesson in the establishment in the state sticking it to the citizenry, the way they're going after him. If this is a referendum on that, then you got to back him, and you've got to say, yep. even though he's an him. asshole, yeah, absolutely. So there's a big part of me that's that's right there with you. These these people are Jesus Christ. The guy we have in there right now is the most toxic fucking president we had we've had ever. He's Ever. the great uniter. What are you talking about? Those it's MAGA speaking... Republicans are uh, the worst. Right. You imagine calling the people white supremacists and transferring college debt. Like, how fucking dare you? What a, what a recipe. First of all, that's totally un-American. You're making the people who are less fortunate pay for the yep. largesse of the people who are more fortunate. Yep. And a year uh, and a year before that, uh, Nancy Pelosi mumbled, all right, president yep. has the authority to do that. You know, it's great. And has that is that officially passed past? Well, uh, it's got to be implemented somehow. The problem is that it can't be really counted. There's a lot of problems. <laughs> well, yeah. Problems I mean, the implementation process would be will be tough as well, and that's where they could have some trouble. It actually could – because there's no way – the executive branch doesn't have any money, so they can't really, you know, transfer debt. I mean, it's yeah. – I don't know how transactionally they would they would do it, but they're going to try it. I mean, these yeah. – this, uh, this guy is so freaking divisive and dark and terrible, and, like, the – there's this guy running for senator in Vermont who is so, so great. And I asked him, I said, if Trump, uh, if you get in, will you guys uh, impeach Biden? And he said, absolutely. And I said, God damn right. I mean, there's so much to impeach this guy for, whether or not. Oh, it's forget the, about it. I mean, there's, oh, yeah. there's it, it's it's literally, it's never endless. But what's so funny about about liberals, and I always try to tell this to people, their, their policies and everything is so bad. They don't even run on policy. They don't, you'll no. never hear a debate. It's nope. all about. They're the enemy. They're the bad guy. They're going after your babies. Yeah. 
They're doing. They they just they used to hint towards you know the yeah. the human emotion side. Now that's all they do. They, what's a policy? Don't worry about the policy. They're evil. That's all they have. And yeah. they have to because you can't run on their policies. You're totally right about that. There was a time when you could argue with liberals about the size of government and you know what what role government should take in so, social services and to what extent, et cetera. That's all over. Now it's some dude named Chip gets to uh, you know race against your daughter in the soccer uh, mm-hmm. or in, in the on the track and field or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Like in, it's so funny in Connecticut. You know that's where we already do a radio show. Yep. It's also a democratic state. It's like Jersey or Massachusetts. It's it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's totally blue. It's it's lost. But there, the Democrats are running locally in Connecticut against the Republicans as white supremacists and insurrectionists. Love it because they have. They've got nothing else, even though they fucked up the state. You know, people, moms in the state still can't find baby formula and they don't give yeah. a flying. These I, Democrats- was, I was so close to being in D.C. for January 6th. Oh, I really? Mean, oh, I had a couple of friends. We we're going to go. We were not going to go. By the way, you know what's, you know what's great about January 6th? Um, so if you ask any of these liberals, you know, no, David, but, Hogg, David Hogg's out there. Five cops were killed, you know. Don't you know that? Oh, it's not, no, I thought it was number six five- that they're, that they're six. saying. But they're saying we have a gun problem in this country, right? Mm-hmm. So what I don't think we do. I, as a matter of fact, I know we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some things that could be tweaked, whatever. So we have a gun problem, right? The MAGA, blah, 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 they love their guns. Blah, 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 blah. The guns have more rights than uh, women. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Oh, January 6th was an insurrection. Where were the guns? If I were to yeah. overthrow a government, I'm not going in there with a, with a selfie stick. I'm bringing a fucking gun. Well, so, I, I know. You can just you just throw that against <laughs> me. What are you talking about? There's no insurrection. It's, it's, yeah. But it's all factually lies, and the algorithm of on course. Twitter will, you know, promote that and even my mom who would like george bush she hates trump uh, mm-hmm. she's so radicalized and she thinks i'm the crazy which could be true but i mean it's just if you're a casual person and you don't you know dive deeper than what you're told the programming's working oh it uh, totally and you hear people uh that's right yeah i just talked to somebody last night somebody got thrown off the board of electors because of january 6th because they were a republican didn't condemn it strong enough strongly enough oh my God. because it was an armed insurrection once again, like you just said, with no guns, nobody thought to bring a fucking gun to the revolution in this country. Yeah. Where, when this country, where you know, you think the deer are wearing Kevlar in this country, where you've got oh. AR-15s all over the place, we're told it's like what a bunch of horseshit. Like January sixth was a shit day, and there's a lot of fucking assholes that day. Really set conservatism back with their stupid ass behavior. Yep. But there's no fucking insurrection. You can say that the the the, the like this plan with Pence to rename the electors, or whatever. You want to say that that is some kind of political election trickery, or you want to call that some kind of soft insurrection? Fine, whatever. But those fucking idiots with antlers walking around the Capitol yeah, were not a threat to anybody. It's just, you know, it's not, you don't get to take over the Capitol. They don't give you the keys to the country if you take over the Capitol one yeah, day. That's not how that works. It's not capture the flag. Yeah, we've had to, you know, we've had to uh, evacuate the Capitol before while a foreign force, uh, you know, uh, occupied us before. The, the Constitution, et cetera, this stuff, the framework is is not, you know, a tangible thing that can be destroyed and altered, you know, by, with a highlighter and, you know, a pen. It's so it's so horseshit, but it was a bad fucking look. It I, was I a bad day. It was a horrible day. And I, I, I stand by this for the overall genesis of what I think happened. Um, I think that this the people that are really pulling the strings this is where like Kirk or something like, well, who are they? Like, I don't fucking have their names. I don't have their address. I can't lead you to them. But the people who are actually calling the shots, if you gave them true serum, they could have told you January 6th was going to happen on December 31st. They could have told you mm-hmm. definitively, we're going to have our people in place. We're going to let these idiots in and there will be people. Yeah. You have millions of people there. 
even a one percent follow, that's all you need, and we're gonna have the camera angles. We're they're gonna be ready to go. That didn't that was not that did not authentically happen. Mm. No shot about it. And I don't know if that makes me a conspiracy theorist, but that's I mean, who's Ray Epps? The average Democrats, who yep. Ray Epps? I mean, these people were were actors, and they're they're going after the people that were dumb enough to follow him behind. Uh, I don't know about the actors. I know there's a lot of feds in the crowd. I God knows how many of them were feds. Probably a third. Well, that's what that's what I mean. They're like a fed would be between actors, someone right. playing out a role, not like literal, you know, right. people but, that they're finding. Like, have you been to the Capitol? Did you take the tour? Have you ever been there? Yeah, but you know, sixth grade. They were the fucking the tour guide yelled at me when I was there like six years ago because I snuck into the another tour from my own tour to because I wanted to see the old Senate chambers down under there. And she said, pardon me, sir, are you with this tour? You have the wrong color wristband, sir. And security oh, was God. right there bringing me back to my other tour. It's like you could not get away with anything at the Capitol. Suddenly that day, people just walk in. Like that is, that is horseshit. And there's obviously, I mean, we know that they requested um, security. They requested reinforcements. Trump Trump got, he wanted to bring in the National Guard, got yep. shut down. Trump did, yes. And then Letitia James, oh, no, not Letitia James, the idiot, whatever, Muriel Bowser or whatever. Bowers. Yeah, yeah, Bowser. Yeah. Um, you know, said no. We don't want any more federal presence. And in the in the the sergeant at arms said no as well. And that person would be speaking to Pelosi. So, I mean, it, it's just a matter of why would you let a mob inside the building unless you want? Unless the mob there's to a be purpose. The and it was like a Hollywood set too. They got the angles. They had everything. Oh, the insurrection. But yeah, so you just, I, so but, you... but I had people up this near where I live who actually said, "Hey, you going to Washington? Uh, as that weekend is coming up?" And I'm like, "For what?" What's going on they said the trump rally to stop the steal like stop the steal yeah yeah isn't the election very... over like what am i going to washington for i had no idea you know like my feeling is like stealing from uh is it glenn lowry if they're stealing from glenn lowry he says if they stole it they stole it fair and square that's my feeling on that election yeah so we'll get into that too but hmm. so when i think of january 6th one of the funniest moments uh my girl aoc almost got raped although she wasn't there right. um so but when that's it said that's it mike if that had that crowd gotten a hold of her, it would not have been good news. We can can you we agree on so? that? I think so. If some of those hotheads got a hold of AOC, that there was a mob mentality. With some of those dudes were fucking amped up. God knows on what, but I I just think it's very good that they were nowhere. I near I, her. I think they'd be screaming at her and stuff. I don't think anything physical be done. But listen, I mean it's unprecedented. Who knows? You could be you could be right. But she was she was not there. Um, but. I want to touch on something that I, I think is interesting. I, I'm curious your take on it. Um, yeah. Two parts to this, and if you could read my handwriting, you would have seen it. Um, overall, being a good-looking politician, um, who does it benefit more, if you're a female or male, you think? Female. I don't. I don't think so because I. I always think when you like when I hear people talk about DeSantis, like you know, women, like you know, he's good military. He's a good-looking guy. I feel like if it's um a. a, a you know, female politicians hot. I feel like sometimes it can be used against them. Like, cause it's some, some mindsets, you know, she, uh, you know, I don't know. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? It could be an outdated way of looking at thinking. And I don't, people I, perceive I think it. I'm shallow, man. So like I was Nikki Fried in Florida. I'm, I was all for her. Oh. I, the psychotic in New Zealand who runs New Zealand. Like, Oh, she's a smoke. Oh, so man, that being said, if we have a three on three tournament of, uh, of the, of the hottest politicians, who, who, who has the better side? I have my little three, I have my three and three lineups. Uh, I think the right. Give, has give the, me, give me. Okay, well, who's your who's your starting uh, three for the for the right? Oh God, there's one. Is woman named Smiley? She's new. A woman named Smiley running for governor somewhere out west. Okay, um, I'm not, not a Bobert guy. Should I would have to. I would have. She's to think. pretty, but yeah, she's she doesn't crack my top three. 
No, or and or, or I, Jerry loves uh, MTG. Uh, oh, she's she's my starting point guard. Oh yeah, I got oh, written down. No, it's, I you know, love it's her. Kind of rough. Oh, I love I love uh, my girl. I'm going Taylor Green, McEnany, and Noam. You mean McEnany from New Hampshire? Hold on, no, I Kaylee. No one is up there. Kaylee, yeah, Kaylee's not in politics. So I know that was I, there was actually a little asterisk on that. You know who's a smoke show in person? Who is Ann Coulter? I know that she's a little bit, uh, Whore. yeah. Everyone says she looks like ah, that's lazy. They say the same thing. AOC, oh, she looks like a horse. Like, no, she doesn't. They're both good looking. No, she is beautiful. I saw her, um, at the at the convention in 2016, and she was in a little cocktail dress, and she was absolutely a smoke show. Hold on, I'm trying to Google, um, because I can't. As you look it up, who would your who would your starting three be for the left? We actually might go three for three here with this one. For the left. Well, well, actually, I guess Tulsi Gabbard counts. Yes, she does. Um, I would love to see her take it with DeSantis, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, who does the left have who's attractive? You mentioned there? the one before, Ding Ding. Oh, AOC. Yes, and? Oh, when you, you know what? I got to Oh, and Nikki Fried. That's my three. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was definitely hot. That said... I know it's an it may be an an odd pick, wild card pick, but Ilhan Omar is kind of cute too. What? She's kind of cute. She is. Have you seen? Have you seen? Have you seen uh, it could be uh, Photoshop pictures. I've seen pictures of her at the. I don't know. I don't want to be wrong here because it's yeah. a cultural thing. But I've seen pictures about the the head garb on. She's like bald. Oh, is she? It could be just a mean Photoshop that people put around and it circulated. But yeah, she's yeah. she got worse hair than me, and that's not good. That's okay, but I can see her. She is like she is kind of pretty. Yes, yeah, she is. She's natural. Where's Where's Ayanna Presley right, right, right rank on that? Is she top one hundred? You think or no? She doesn't, so she doesn't do it for you. She does not do it for me. No, but AOC is. Uh, AOC, AOC is ridiculous. Yes, ridiculously attractive. She is, and you know what? She she tries to to dumb it down. She tries to be as unattractive as possible. Because remember that video of her dancing at BU, Boston University. Oh. I've seen it. Right. I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she is. Yeah. You know what? I, I wish I'd done my homework on more because Christy Noam, there's another one who is getting in a fight, a beautiful young con congressman who's been in a fight with Marjorie Taylor Greene, a conservative. Mm -hmm. I can't remember her name. I just. Uh... Yeah. I just, yeah. And I just feel like um, back in the day, right? Was it a big thing back there for like presidents to be like handsome? Like, was that like a big part of it, you think? Like, oh, yeah. It was a big thing. That was supposed to be it for Romney. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, Thank God he, uh, thank God he didn't know that guy's uh, that guy's a disaster. But I do want to get into your um, cocaine saga. So yeah, yeah. I know you heard it because you listened last week. I, I feel strongly yeah. about this. Um, so what time did you go in the studio last two I Sundays ago? I got in the studio with Kurt, no, it was last Sunday. It was uh, okay, unbelievably. Um, I got there at five, no six, six. Yeah, I got in there into the street at six. I actually went into that bar next door. And I had a drink first, and then I went in there. Oh, there but, you go. Uh, so did, did you, you? So you wake up ten, you got you have a little breakfast, and then you no, pop man, the Vivans. Vivans or Adderall? Vivans or Adderall is the question. I'm not on, on either of those. I don't even know what I'm. The only prescription medication I'm on is lisinopril for high blood pressure. Other than that, I'm not on anything. Other than really, uh, awaken, awaken 180 vanilla drinks. I thought I, I swear, I because 
you were at the point where it's late night. When I take Adderall, I have Ooh. a four-hour window where I'm firing all cylinders, unbelievable, sharp, sharp, sharp. Round five gets a little sloppy where the brain's still going, but the mouth doesn't have the energy to keep up with it. And that's where exactly where I thought you were at, where your brain no. was just fucking firing all cylinders, but the mouth is lagging 10 seconds behind. I, I had it pinpointed, and I'm shocked. I knew it wasn't I, cocaine. I knew it was not cocaine. I was listening to that with my wife right there, and I thought I thought that your analysis was fantastic. And I thought, mm -hmm. that is really good. I mean, you could – I don't even know if you've ever, like, done – I don't even know – I know that actual, like, radio on the air is closing shop, but – you Man, know. that was such a full, self-confident, horseshit, but confident take. Uh, oh, man, yeah, that's it. He committed. You said you know for a fact that that's ballsy. Like, program directors would, would challenge him on that and say, well, you can't say you know for a fact, but you did. I but did that on, uh, on uh, Craig's uh, Craig show, Ironhead show, on uh, Jerry's show. They were talking about the I'm a Adoka thing. How are you not Jerry's producer? How did that not work out? Well, it's fun. So I did the uh, the one-time thing. I did a trial. And I use, this is like a year ago, I use Anchor. So Anchor is very simplistic where, you know, you put up the clips or whatever and you pump it out. So yeah. that's, I, I was pretty good with that. I could edit it and whatnot. But they had pre-made pre clips um, for, for advertising. And for whatever reason, that maybe it was formatted, it yeah. wouldn't let me publish. So like, so what I would do is I would, I would publish it. I would save the file that I could upload into their feed. But I couldn't do it. I could only do it without the ads, which is the whole point of the show is right. the ads. So I had to call Carano because it's like the trial run I did with him. I was like, Matt, right. and it's funny. I actually took an Adderall this day. So me and him are FaceTiming. <laughs> and when I'm on an Adderall, I'm very literal. So yeah. I was on uh, Anchor for the first time. Not Anchor. Uh, what the fuck is it? Aud Odyssey? Audacity? No. Audacity. Aud Audacity. Oh, that's Audacity. Audacity. And so we're, we're screen sharing. And he's like, all right, Mike, like, move it to the left an inch. And if I'm not on Adderall, I understand, like, just go to the left. But I'm on Adderall, so I'm moving over an inch. He's like, more. <laughs> and it was just it was such a clusterfuck that he had to be like you know what mike like, i'm just gonna upload it like thanks whatever so the, hey, can, the, I, can i take a piss sorry the the sorry the close bathroom was occupied so i got screwed yeah. downstairs you're good so so why are we using audacity is that that you don't have um audition no i, I still use audacity I, I have it i'm just oh, used Christ, to it I, I know what i know what i know i know craig says the same thing yeah. Oh, it's terrible. It's I don't even think about it. It makes me nervous. Okay, so you couldn't fire, you couldn't load the pre-roll stuff. And that was Yeah, like I had the audio clip and everything, but I couldn't export it because the software I was using wouldn't let me uh rip something that had you know ads in it for whatever reason. Like the way it was formatted was different. So I had to call up Carano. And obviously, if you want a producer for your show, they have to know how to do everything. So I could do it now, no problem. Right. But a year and a half ago, yeah. So it was, it was a good show. You know, I tried to yeah. speak with Jerry a little bit. You know, that's where I tell it was, you know, easier said than done. But um, yeah, that's why. Yeah. And Iron ha Iron has great, you know. He may not. Oh, be he's great. awesome. He he's may got not a be great... funny, but he's great with uh the technical, you know. But he is part. funny. He did, he made a great joke about me one day. It was just an offhand, just funny joke. Just something about me looking like uh, Mark David Chapman or something, which is true. And I thought that that's fucking nice hit. No, he is. I just like calling him. On, I like calling him uh on funny. But no, that that's why. But uh, I think you know, I'm go every Thursday. I pop on for a little bit and do uh, the gambling stuff with Jerry. So um, that's that's going well. It's it's a good time. And uh, yeah, it's, that's it's, just, it's a nice little breakup for the show, you know, instead of, you know, because you set your watch to it, what they're going to talk about, kind of, you know, kind of the mood. So, yeah, then that was a little breakaway. <clears throat> yeah, that was the thing with like, I love going on Jerry's show and I, I, I loved it, especially when I first started going on there. I was I had a, just a, a thankless job at a at a newspaper. It wasn't thankless, but it was a newspaper where we were most of my time was spent laying people off. So that's um, fun. 
awful. But uh, but his but his show was oh, what a blast it was to get out there. Did but, you ever see the the wire? No. Really? Because one of those boring seasons, uh, it's like the, the the Baltimore Sun or whatever the the newspaper. Yeah. And all that all that show is is like the behind the scenes job, and then just laying every everybody off. And I feel like that's probably pretty <laughs> that's pretty oh, accurate. Yeah. Oh, it's awful, man. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being somebody who works at the Boston Herald right now, or the Hartford Current, or, or like you know, it, it's just it's terrible. You, you get phone calls constantly from people saying, "Why don't you cover my kids' football games anymore?" Ugh. Or <clears throat> Short why aren't you covering this yeah. or what are that and you're like it, there's no staff left there's no staff yeah, we left have two of us here yeah yeah when i first started i would get like press releases from universities that would be essentially written articles and and i'd have like editors say why don't we just publish this as is and i said we're not going to publish it as is like somebody's press release we'll do our own thing by the time i was done i was like just let's hope more press releases come in because we can't write this we can't fill this ourselves That's bad it's you know what it was what do you think was the um was it, it was, I was easy to answer the internet for what was the death nail to uh newspaper yeah no absolutely and facebook did it as well you know they could just carry all this content and not have to not have to um charge anybody really and then you know and then suddenly the internet's this free information warehouse and suddenly we're all now um you know adding uh paywalls yeah, so, uh, I hate I hate that. That's yeah. So, so when you click on an article and stuff, you know, oh, starting yeah. to annoy me. Fox is doing that too. Like on Instagram, they'll like post something. They're like, oh, click in the link to to it's like, fuck you, Fox. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, just, Cullinane just was all for that. The subscription model. Cullinane's all for that. Yeah. So that'll that'll lead us right into. Uh, so we'll get in some KMS stuff. Um, I thought you were you were good last week. Were you joking when you said you wouldn't want Alice to go on? I don't think she's a good fit. I mean, I'm like, what would so, they... you, so you're you're protecting her. No, I'm not. No, she can take it. I mean, she can take it. She's like, she's got like ice water, you know, running through her veins. She can, she can take it and she can like, she can join the guys and like call me fat and on drugs for an hour and she can yeah. do that. But like after that part is over, I mean, she's kind of a nerdy person unless, I mean, I just don't see, although he's a smart, Kirk's a smart guy, so I'm sure you can find something to talk about. Like he lives in Lexington, she's from Lexington. Look at but, some of the people he's had on there. Me, Snell, I, he could do it. It would be all right. <laughs> yeah, but you right. have, uh, yeah, but you have your own thing. You've got your own character, your own worldview. You're you're an asshole. You know, you're fucking. You can hang with him, and you know it. It makes sense. Like, but she's not really an asshole. But I just don't really think it's a good fit. But they could have her on. I'd be, I'd be, fine. I'd be interested to see. Yeah, because she's not, and she's also. She's not like a P1 minifan. Mm, yeah, so there, there might be some references that go over ahead where you'd, you'd be you'd be picking up on them. That's uh, no, that, but, but it would be interesting. I just don't know. I mean, she'd be the first woman on there, wouldn't she? Other than uh, Sue O'Connell was on there. Smugsy, like the, right? Smugsy that was on lunatic. There. Yeah, but that, she was nice and insane, and she was interesting. I'll tell you what, she'd be my top. Is she, is she technically a politician? Maybe she is. she did run for something, right? She's in a weird librarian way. She's kind of, and she's a nut job, which makes her kind of hotter. She's a psycho. Is she hot? She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Oh yeah. You never oh, seen her? I don't. I don't think so. I'd have to take a look. I mean, I've she's a she's a group there. She has like an OnlyFans where she's probably just taking yeah. poor people's money. But I've uh, seen that, and it was, it was like like you could tell that she was really yearning for his attention after a while, which like she still calls in and stuff. It's kind of really said. Oh yeah, she. I think like, a couple weeks ago she called in. Oh, that's interesting. How old is she? Low, high forties, low fifties. Huh. Yeah, but she's she's uh 
she's good looking. But so we got a little bit. Uh, there are a couple things I want to touch on too. Uh, that I'm I'm fascinated with you, and I I got this to a point. Yeah. Um, Carabas, I didn't think was fantastic on the show. Um, and he does kind of come across douchey. Um, but was that a was that a you know a bit was that a a thing that you were kind of you know in the shower uh, when you know in between getting the the parts that are hard to reach you're just you know talking to yourself in the shower which I think we all do like <laughs> practicing this this Carabas bit or was that authentic? <laughs> the only thing I practiced for the show were attacks on Dave, which I Good. only got to about half of them. Um, but no, no, it wasn't a bit. I mean, I never walk around my house saying fucking Jared Carabas. All I did last night a little bit because it was a, some video of him. At Fenway, where he's got sunglasses on the whole time. Like, Jesus Christ. Is there a cliche, stereotype, douchebag thing that he doesn't do? It's like... Was it a night game? No. He's, it's all sorts say, of footage of him. It's like... When, like it, I just think it's really low-hanging fruit, low-intelligence thing to, as soon as you get get big arms, to wear, like, tough guy muscle shirts. Like, you know, the, the, the civilized thing to do is resist the instinct to act like an animal. That makes you civilized. You know, there's something about that. But no, he does everything douchey immediately in the stupid arm sleeve of a tattoo. I have no, I don't mean, I don't, I don't care. I, oh, my problem is with the way he fucking, I said this on my own podcast a year ago, is the way he said he didn't know me without oh, thinking was, about it. Wild. Without thinking, that that's. Maybe it's that splitting hairs, but it was like he didn't. Kirk didn't finish my name. Before he said, no, it's like okay, we get it, we get it. You certainly so, just don't. So know. does that mean? So if he's oh, so you think in his mind, if he if he made up a, a random name that no one knows, he would let him get through the name, think for a second, and go no. But he does know Tom Shattuck, so as soon as he knows that's where he's going, he cuts it off. I don't think he does know me uh, whatsoever. He'd have almost no reason to know me, you know, unless he's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, when I was at the Herald, I don't think he was hanging out in the news section of the paper when i was writing for them i think he was hanging out in the sports section um but i just think that he's got this filter set up in his mind where unless it's the name um you know ortiz or a sam kennedy or red Sox or you know jersey street where where he just filters it out immediately shoots it down no like he wants to stick to the realm where he's cool where he can wear his sunglasses mm. and, and you have his little ripped arms and his sleeve and such etc I'll tell you what, that little persona got him paid, though. Jesus Christ, don't fucking remind me. I'm I'm <laughs> so I'm so wealth adjacent, Mike. It's like everybody that I've been around now is like making eight hundred grand a year, or whatever. And like I'm I'm, it's like I, it's my my destiny is to be wealth adjacent. I'm around them. I but I yeah, don't yeah, have you know them. They they know your name. You frequent them. Yeah. But you know when you get the bill, you know you're stressing out about it a little more than they are. Oh yeah, do you know do you know Tony Maserati who works with I know I know the name Maz, yeah, I know the Maz. So he works with Mike Felger at the Big Boston Sports yep. Station, the only one left now. So uh and those guys make like more than a million a year. I'm like this fucking guy is And this such... in 2022 that's that's rare in radio. I mean, oh, obviously yeah. New York City, Michael Kay's making it. Um Yeah. You know, so but that those are just the big cities. Uh, uh yeah, that's that's crazy. That's it's yeah, and I mean that's probably before endorsements and this and that. I mean, you know, it so there's a lot of cash coming in. I think it like this guy was it, it, it the absolute epitome of mediocre. But mm. I mean, that said, he's like the nicest guy in the world, but what a lucky bastard. It's like to yeah. be in front and making that much money. I can't imagine. Can you imagine getting a paycheck that says like $74,000 every two weeks? Like holy no, I would, shit. I would, I would I would cash it and move away thinking it was you know, it was an accident. It was a fraudulent slip. Yeah. yeah, I'd be I'd be missing. That's 
No, I, I can't. I'm excited when I get one. Uh, you know, it's over a couple grand. Ooh, that's oh nice. yeah, well you do you work in commission? I guess a lot, right? Because you're selling yeah. stuff. Yeah. Do you also deliver stuff? It was. Is that part of your no, no. So, so my my main my main job. Uh, it's a little confusing. So, uh, the way the scrap industry works in this country. Ugh. Um. So, just say on average, uh, someone usually with a, a drug issue, um, who a junkie, we'll call them, mm-hmm. who will bring in a uh, copper, uh, and they'll get forty cents per pound for it, and the yard buying it, eh, they're gonna you know, they have to pay their guys, they have to make money. They'll 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 buy it for forty, knowing that they'll sell it for for sixty five, so twenty five. Yeah. That's where I come in. I'm buying it for 65, but in order for me to buy for 65, I need yeah. somebody in India or Bangladesh to who's going to buy it for 75. Right. So that that's what I do. So my job is a lot. Are you literally is sending a, stuff out to Bangladesh? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like so I every day I'm on WhatsApp. I, you know, I have three or four, you know, importers over there. Yeah, a couple in India, mm-hmm. one in Bangladesh, one in Malaysia. You know, I'll speak to them. Hey, listen, you know, I got this yard down the street. They have uh, maybe 100,000 pounds of uh, ripped up, you know, steel. That's after that's after um you know making sure that it wasn't illegally obtained. I'm sure thoroughly. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> I know, they but you, give- <laughs> I'm sure you have to make sure your sources are. Uh- <laughs> yeah, listen, as long as long as the materials are right. But yeah, that's what I do. So it's a lot of my stuff is you know we we work with a couple places in New Hampshire, so I'm all over the place. But yeah, I mean, so it's good money, but it's it's tough right now. And another thing that Biden ruined, and I don't know, he's ruined cryptocurrency, yeah. stock market, this, that, the other. But look at the commodities. Commodities are getting fucking crushed crushed when trump took off when trump let trump's last day copper was around four four dollars and 32 cents right now it's at 330 it's a huge drop and yeah. aluminum was at one uh 137 it just dropped under a dollar the first time since the beginning of covid so Jeez, it's tough times all around yeah especially since yeah prices going up and everything jesus christ yeah i so can't imagine making... people so do you like driving all around the northeast i love it do you probably just listen to podcasts the whole time podcast after podcast yeah. it's good i like driving i like having you know hand out the window catch you know a little i, I can't stand that like traffic will always drive me nuts i, I just don't conceptually understand traffic so i yeah. like obsess over that and drives me nuts it, so I, I hate the mayor i'm right uh, there with you man i still lose my shit it's like, it's like somewhere there's traffic because somewhere some motherfucker is not going you know when he should be going it just doesn't the, make sense unless yes. like a part of the street fell off like from like a mudslide but like other than that, and then you'll go yeah. past these accidents that's causing the traffic, and it's just two assholes, you know. Yeah. One guy was texting and driving, he barely hit him, and everything's fine. Like this is what I'm thirty minutes behind. Yeah. No, we got we have a place in Vermont, and sometimes, you know, it's Route ninety three would take you from Massachusetts up to real northern Vermont where our place is. But I get so stressed out, and I'm so fucking angry at traffic that we just take side roads sometimes, and it takes two hours longer. But I'm going, I'm going, and I'll just put Kirk on One, or whatever. One thousand percent. It's the best. Like if I'm in the middle of a like, if I, I I gotta get. I go tap and Z. I don't like the GW. Well, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll do that and I'll, I'll plug in my phone. I'll do one without tolls, right, yeah. and then one without. And with that, it'll be twenty six. But really, for a four hour drive, what's twenty six extra minutes? And I'm just driving through back roads, yeah. Connecticut. It's nice. It's peaceful. Yeah, and actually, like New Jersey around ninety five is fucking awful. But New oh. Jersey off of ninety five is beautiful. New Jersey is a really pretty state, but you wouldn't know it if you're on the fucking interstate the whole time. It sucks. Yeah, it's gross. I mean, the, where I work is gross, but like I'm in Seabright, so I'm in between the ocean and the like. It's totally you would have no idea you're in New Jersey yeah. uh, when you're here. But yeah, but no, I, I like it a lot. So I'm in Boston a decent amount. I think I'll be up there in a few weeks. I I might be staying with the Ironhead or my buddy in uh in Melrose or whatever. But oh, cool. Yeah. So it, it'll, it'll who's be the good. buddy in Melrose? It disclose this person. He's uh you know he a he's, uh, he's, he's he's a minifan, fan. Yeah. 
he and could I be someone. He, he could be. He could be someone on Twitter. His persona might be uh, a blind guy's grandmother. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so interesting. I wonder how weird, go weird world. Weird. Is he weird a conservative? World. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine the Melrose. Jesus Christ. They yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh, yeah. He explained it to me. I thought he was like you know kind of exaggerating, but it's like Asbury Park near me. It's a it's a liberal a liberal hellhole. But, Where, um, but does Craig, I think, actually think is up near me. Yeah, he's in New Hampshire. Yeah, Southern, but near Portsmouth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I've never been to uh, Ironhead's house, but I think uh, I think I'm gonna go in there with them, you know, do a very good show or something. Then uh, maybe maybe uh, go in um, with Jerry in, in, in a few weeks. So oh, that's um, great. Yeah, so that'll be a good time. So and if oh, I, let's let's think of something fun. Hold on, before you move on, where's um where's Jerry recording from now? He's still at home, right? He's at home, but I think they still have access to an in-person studio. Really? Yeah, and he's like, back. He's back in Boston because he was in Maine for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think he's now back in Boston, so uh, I think we might be able to, to get in studio. You know, it'll be, it'll be fun. I, I want to go to Legacy. I want to eat popcorn in the Legacy Club, but I don't know if yeah. they still have access to that. I uh, know. I drink. I drink a bunch of Legacy Club beers, though. They have a bunch of beers, random beers in the fridge. That was the last night before COVID destroyed everything. Me and Jerry and a few other people. Reamer came in. Um, and Dave was fucking useless. It's interesting. They're supposed to do this thing. I mean, we were supposed to do the thing where we had a debate watch party. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. I remember this. Right, and Cullinane gave us no direction at all, and no mics. And he's like, "Nobody's saying anything, Jerry. I don't think we can use it." It's like, "What the fuck do you want us to? Say? Are we mic'd up? What do you? When do we start? We're, nothing. I mean, he, if Dave's not interested in something like Fred Couples, then he is not moving a he's fucking inch. To yeah, make yeah. It he, he's just, he's just there." And yes. nothing's going on. So, God forbid, um, if a divorce happened in your life and Dave's yeah. life, would you, you, you and your wife have kids? We have four would kids. You, would yeah. you rather um, be, you know, a single father and have your wife remarry some random Jamoke or marry Colonine? Some random guy in the street is, you know, re- you know, living with your kids, or is it Colonine and they're they're looking up to him as you know, kind of a second fatherly figure. Because at the end of the day, you want what's best for your Dave's kids. Dave's not a the thing. Is that Dave's not a person? So, I mean, Dave is has a human form. So, and he can drive a car to bring kids to sports, etc. So, I guess that'll be fine. Gymnastics. They don't do that, but yeah, but, but they do karate and you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, no, I'd be fine if she. If I'm. I mean, she would totally be in control of him because she is a person and she has demands, etc. Um. But I'd be, I'd be fine. I don't know. He's not a. He's he's a he's a cyborg. You know, with less of a fucking soul. It's funny. But could you imagine that going going to pick up your kids for the weekend? Dave opens the door. <laughs> the sitting, you know, sitting and grin on his face, <laughs> drinking coffee. You know, Alice comes behind him in pajamas. How is, like, how is he getting my psychotic kids a win for him? To me, that's the win for me. It's fine. You can take, you take uh, him, Dave, for five days a week. <laughs> yeah, I, well, really, realistically, probably you know, pawned off into his poor parents. We're being honest. That's right. His mother raises the kid. Oh, he yeah, got touchy about that. Did you hear that? Yeah, he, he had a little touchy feely with that. Yeah, and, and I think I, I think he's abusing a little bit, but I don't blame him for abusing the situation whatsoever. Ah, uh, well, he doesn't know. I mean, you have. Are your parents alive? Uh, yes. So you don't. It's 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 much different. You're. You know who you are is different when your parents are alive because you're somebody's son, and so it's different. Dave is still somebody's son, and it's kind of a luxurious thing to be. And he's still a little prized because he was the mistake child. They didn't want him. Mm-hmm. His like his next older brother is like sixty two, so 
Oh, really? Is that yeah. big of an age gap? Oh, yeah. Dave is way younger than everybody. He was an he was not maybe meant Dave. To, Baby yeah, Dave, yeah, right. He was not meant to happen. So, but so he's when you're somebody's son, you know, it changes who you are a little bit. And so he thinks like it's him being cute and part of him, you know, the, his old he's childhood. being a good son in a way. Hey, look, I'm giving my right. grandma or give my mom a, a purpose almost. Right. Yes. Give my mom a he, purpose. She it's wants a great to do way it. To, it's a great way to say that. Of course, it's not really. You know, she has a purpose without him. He doesn't believe that that's true yeah. because he's always been treated <laughs> so like a, like an only child, really. But so it is shitty. I mean, he goes and has his fucking pancakes made for him. Jesus Christ! That's pathetic. Once every once every once every couple months is fun, but have like a routine thing where he's going there with a little bib. Yeah, that is that is. Shitty. If Dave quit tomorrow, um, and Kirk gives you a call, says, "Hey, listen, you know, Dave, Dave's got he put in his he got a month left. You know, whatever." Uh, I, I already talked to who I talked to at Barstool. You know, Dave's familiar with you. Um, we're we're good. We're good. Would you do it? That's no, not. That's not. Doesn't make any sense for me. I mean, I love talking to Kirk and I love that show, but I'm not. I don't know what fucking Gaz is up to, or you know, or Riggs. I don't know in that world. I, I don't. I, and so I don't speak the language. Dave like enjoys that stuff. He enjoys. Yeah. I'm not better than any of that stuff. Believe me, I love Barcelona. I fucking love Portland. I think he's an American well, treasure. Do you, well, do you think fucking Steve Robinson was paying attention to that bullshit? No, I think Steve, like me, was not a perfect, not a great fit there. First of all, Steve, it was always odd to me to hear Steve work blue, you know, and talk, you know, like, you know, like, like dirty talk from Steve because he's an analytical political guy. And like, it would, it would be odd for me to talk that way too. And Kirk will take you to the lower depths, you know, if he wants to. And it would just seem odd. It would seem forced coming from me. It's like it's like that's not what I do. And I and also like there's there's a lot of me in with me. Like I I don't know about you, but this week I loved being on Kirk's show, and I loved all the obviously I'm an attention whore. So like like you are, and like all of us are to some extent. So I love the idea that um, Harrison made all these animations and and they did all this really mean shit, <laughs> which was yeah. so fucking brilliant. I I thought it was great and I loved it, but. Like, I wouldn't want to be on again today. It there was just too much of me last week. I'm just as a consumer of the Kirk Minahan show. Like enough of this fucking guy. I get it, you know. Yeah, yeah. But apparently I didn't get it. But I, I think that I would. I think if I was full time with that, I mean, people would get sick of that person pretty quickly. But, but there's there's a price for everything, though. I mean, no, I'm I'm not saying that it. I, I loved it. I'm just saying that as a consumer of the show, I'd be like, enough oh, I, got, I, under, I understand. Enough, I understand. You know, you know, it just it's just too much me. Do you do you have the ability to tone it back? I don't know what that means. Like, am I toned back now? I, I, I just, no. Well, no, but you're not like you're over the top. But I'm saying like, if you were really speaking like a second fiddle voice, like, do you have oh, the I ability? I to... could be a traditional producer. I have been a traditional producer before, but I mean, I wouldn't. I'm too old to like have Kirk browbeat me for a, an hour and a half because I edited something in a way that he didn't want, and like, like, like he browbeat Steve, etc. Um, like I'm. Oh, that's that's one of the reasons Dave is good because he's got no fucking oh, soul. Oh, he, he, he could he could take it. Uh, it's unbelievable. He his if you gave him like a thing for his heart rate, if his heart rate yeah. be the same whether he's getting complimented or getting fucking absolutely berated. <laughs> You're right. You know, it's, yeah. he's perfect yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't make a, I wouldn't make a good producer. I mean, I love being in the show and I love the show. I mean, I I, I love that show. It is it is the only like thing I listen to that is. A, totally apart from the world i'm in with politics it's yeah. the only thing and when there's not one i'm like fuck 
What and, podcast do you listen to? Uh, like what? How, what's your when I say normal? Like I'll listen to uh, Theo Vaughn. You know, one every five episodes. What's a podcast rotation that you listen to? I'd say you know three out of four. Uh, the Commentary Magazine podcast is okay. number one. That's my daily have to listen to. It's a it's a gaggle of really smart people. Um, and then uh, I listen to the National Review podcast, which are cucks, of course. But I like Rich Lowry, and I like those guys. Um, oh, and um, what is it? The Fifth Column. Uh, is it? It is the Fifth Column, isn't it? Yeah. Do you do you know the Fifth Column podcast? I haven't heard of With, any of these. Oh, really? Okay. It's oh, but you're a conservative. You should listen to at least the commentary podcast. I they're all anti-Trump, but but they're course. but they're good conservative. Um, but the fifth column is um, Matt Welch from Reason Magazine and Michael Moynihan, who's like with he's from Massachusetts actually, but he's yeah, with I, like I, I, yeah. I could have guessed that last name. Yeah. Yeah, they, but they're brilliant. They're drunk a lot in and or high. Yeah. Oh, what is that? England. I'm, fuck man, I am. You know this this health plan I'm on is great, but man, I would fucking kill for a beer. Holy Christ! Nothing better Ugh. than a beer. Eleven twenty-seven, a nice fall, a nice fall day with a bunch of a bunch of football. You know, you I, never listen to um No Agenda. I don't think so. Who's you who's would that? fucking love it? Uh, Adam, uh, what's his name? Not Adam. Adam. Uh, Ned Snark turned me on to it, and he because he knows me. He's been on a few times. He knows what I like. And yeah. usually when people recommend stuff for me, I won't like it just because I'm gonna find stuff on my by my own, which is a weird thing that i should probably talk to someone about i listened to it within eight minutes of listening to yeah. it i texted him i was like hey man like you nailed this on the head and now i anticipate the show to come out every thursday night and every sunday Who unbelievable so you'll know the one name so you're a little older than me i yeah. might because I, I share it with people everyone knows adam curry yeah he used to be mtv mtv <laughs> so it's adam curry and uh john c dvorak huh unbelievable show oh, you know i have heard you, of this you would absolutely yeah. love it yeah i also listen to i'll check it out no agenda my, my brother-in-law listens to what i think mm -hmm. and i listened to um i was just listening to um andrew sullivan do you know him yes i am familiar with that. I've, I've seen him on other things right he's an I'm, interesting guy good thinking conservative once again none of them like trump but he's a gay mm -hmm. guy who lives on um in p-town and he's just a brilliant thinker he's got this latest episode actually is an old interview he did with chris hitchens did you know christopher hitchens no. or who he is Nope. He's a brilliant guy. He's dead now, unfortunately. Died of cancer. But he was one of these guys. He was the only guy who went on, who Bill Maher allowed on his show to smoke and drink during his show. Oh, wow. He was, oh, he was constantly. I used to love seat. Bill Maher. I probably, when did he pass away? Because I used to watch Bill Maher. In high school. Uh, probably 2011. So I would, I would recognize him then because I, I, I probably would. Bill Maher like 2007, 2010. Oh, yeah. But yeah. And Hitchens used to be a big socialist guy, but he was very pro Iraq war. So he's one of these guys that was a skewed all over the place. Yeah, yeah, which is interesting. He was a, he's fucking brilliant. He's on in the seventies. He's on with William F. Buckley debating him. Hitchens was awesome. Just a just the the gold standard for intellectuals. But I think Bill Maher is better than ever now. Better his monologue last week was freaking brilliant, brilliant. And he you makes know? he's starting to make uh, liberals pretty uncomfortable. He's still got Trump derangement syndrome and is still oh, a he, has TDS. he has TDS. Oh, yeah. And he's still like, you can tell his feelings are hurt when he and like Rob Reiner get together. They just, they're kind of like gaggle of bitches. But, but I Mar Rob is... Reiner, when he called them out and Rob Reiner's like, well, no, no, yeah. no, watch something other than Emmis. Rob Reiner, and I tell you, I've talked about this all the time. I was one of the first people to pick up when Twitter switched up the algorithm. I cannot go, as soon as I go on Twitter, Rob Reiner will be on there, that little rapist, like uh, Jack something. Uh, one of these young liberals who were in college who like, got in trouble for raping people at Dartmouth. 
<laughs> I have uh, Brooklyn Dads on there uh, and Biden yeah. up there. I'll, my five tweets are always them. Rob Reiner is so fucking insufferable. Yeah, you know what? And that's the thing. It's like, how do these guys? And it's, I'll put Colbert right up there with him. Like, how do you act like a crybaby bitch for years? And you're just bitching and, and like, crying. And Colbert, like, pretends to be, like, a hard guy comedian. No, you cried like a bitch for four years. Literally cried sometimes. Literally, literally, yeah. Because the president spoke mean. Because he called somebody a horse face. You got to be a bitch and, like, throw your comedy away and throw the show away. Yeah, he's a comedian, dude. Shut the fuck up. Right. No, it's fucking. I, I, I think Colbert that, was great when I was young. Maybe I was young, and you know, I have a different perspective. But I used to, I used to love Colbert. I, I so I never really knew his stuff. I think John Stewart was a force for awfulness in this country. I think he split the country up and made the country stupid. He was never a he was never an intellectually honest guy. He was a cheap shot artist. He was he, he was slanted. He would always you know bob and weave. You know, if you pinned him down for being politically, you'd say, oh, I'm just a dumb comedian, and then he'd go and get a political shot in there. I think he's a. I think he was a, a terrible influence in the. I, I didn't like what he did. Um, so I like his heart. I think's probably in the right place uh, yeah. with the nine eleven thing. Yeah, but what I mean, he went out Jack Posobiec like, oh, you, you're against whatever. But it's like, man, shut the fuck up. Like you can't pretend to not be in politics. Now you're just being an absolute stooge and taking yeah. advantage of a bad situation. Did you see that whole interaction a couple months back? Did they? Where is it? Was it on Twitter between those two? No, dude. There was a video of Pasovich and him getting into it at the Capitol, really? and it was like, yeah, it was, it was, and the way it was spun was a really bad look because Stewart's like, oh, you know, you're you're you don't care about the veterans. Like this is about the veterans. This is about X, right. Y, and Z. Oh, you, you know, and of course, it's over a bill that's everything Democrats do. Hey, it's the uh, smile twice today bill. But then you actually read the bill, and it's like, oh, we're gonna cast right. out your kids. You're like, what? Like, what, you don't want to smile? It's like, no, well, you guys are lying to us. It was something like that, and they got into this huge... Yeah, it was, huge... the, it was the um the burn pit bill, the, the, the yes. Iraq burn pits. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So it was like, so you can't say you don't want to get in politics. Like, well, this is just the right thing to do. It's not political. He always yeah. kind of hides behind that. So that does um that does bother you. But I want to finish strong uh, with his last thing. It's the thing I've been looking forward to the most. Sure. So you're a conservative. I think we agree on a lot. I think yeah. um, I might be a little more conspiracy-minded, which um, what some would say conspiracy. That's just an observation for me. So I'm yeah. going to give you a couple things. Um, you, know, you don't have to go in long soliloquies. Just quick answers. Uh, if, you feel, <laughs> if you feel strong about something, because there's eight of them. If you feel okay. strong about something, you can run with it. So, okay. Was the moon landing real? Uh, I'm angry at the fucking moon landing because I hate space exploration. And I think it's a big fucking... It's fucking incredible that this moonshot took place where you fling the thing and it happens to land. And yep. it, you know, it, it's interesting that nobody else seems to have been able to do it since we then. We can't do it, it now. Yeah. We can't do it anymore. <laughs> but uh, yes, it is real because it was done with the, first of all, the, we had a, a former Nazi who was running the uh, space program Correct. who knew his, who knew a his, a lot stuff. of Nazis. Yes. We guided the good uh, fly, rocket Nazis, uh, yep. you know, just in time before the Russians got there. Um, but yes, it happened. But there's that kind of ingenuity, that kind of you know fuck all attitude is gone. So we'll never be able to do it now. The the, the diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, department at NASA would have a problem with anything we <laughs> there's, try to there's do. a better chance this lunatic Elon Musk gets there for the government does again. Hell yes. So so you so you do think it happened? Though? It is real. It is okay. Real. Um, and all of these uh, food plants that are uh, being burned down um, is that is it a coincidence or are we paying? Is it more hyper focused? Because uh, conspiracy theorists are, you know, kind of have an agenda to it, or is there a little more to it? Do you think that this is all just happening organically, or is there an agenda behind it? 
I think that it is happening organically. I don't think there's an agenda. I just don't – I have no faith in anybody being that competent in anything to pull something like that off. I just don't see it. I don't think – see, I don't know that any – and I wish we did have our shit together enough to pull big ruses like that off, but we don't – it's just happening. So you and I are 0 for 2 on this, uh, which I like, which is good. because we, we, we think along the lines, but we're still a little bit different. Um, this is one of my favorite ones. Was Obama born in America? Um – did they say he was born? I think Kenya. he was. Yeah, no, I think he was born in America, but he spent a well, long. Say, oh, sorry, I say he was born in Kenya. If you ask a liberal, oh, he'll say, oh he was born in Hawaii. Right. I think he was born in Hawaii. No. It, it, it was, you know, people say Trump was a birther long before, and he was on. It was odd that the Obama administration didn't like just release the information. You know, they could have nipped it in the bud quicker. And he did indeed, you know, advertise his uh, book tour in at Harvard University as being Kenyan born. So, you know, Obama himself is a birther. So, you know, but I think he was technically born in the USA. It doesn't matter to me anyway. It doesn't, but I mean, technically, if he was born in Kenya, he should not be able to run. But you know what? You know, you make a good point. That was one of the beginning ways that the left demonized people on the right. By daring yep. to be a birther or an election denier. Exactly. And like they use this stuff to just paint people as fucking wackos and it's dangerous. So you know, I believe that he was, anything. Yeah, I believe he was born in the, in the United States. Do you it's not I like his brother, his brother. The fact that his, uh, Barack's half brother hates him and likes Trump is hilarious. Well, he, he also what was his his Malik? aunt his aunt lived in uh in in the projects in South Boston. This guy is living in the White House. He's got he's got Michelle and her family living in the White House. His Mike. aunt lives in the what what? Mike Obama. Oh, <laughs> is that one of the questions? I no, no, that's just a fact. That's not even a conspiracy. <laughs> Big Mike. <laughs> Jeez, I don't want to. I don't want to tie you down to that. That's a Montante's one. It's okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, I'd see yeah, the, the the whole Obama thing, and he's still he's still calling the shots. By the way, if you don't think that guy is, is he has more of a influence than uh, Biden does, he's just a well, yeah, isn't um, Susan Rice is in the White House, and so like Obama, the you know his inner circle is Valerie Jarrett. Little tentacles are everywhere. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would I would think that the competent part of this administration is probably the Obama part. Of course, that's the post-Marxist part that's going to destroy the world as well. But still, I mean, I don't think I think Ron Klain is a psychotic. So. And Biden's not there, so I'll take uh, I'll take the Obama people. Wholeheartedly agree. Aliens, real? So I did see a UFO that I had. A, you know what's interesting? Go so on. I, <laughs> I did. I actually have it on video. It's on my Facebook page. About seven years ago, we were all drinking in my yard in one summer, and I saw these two metal things in the sky. And I got video. Are you, are you, are you doing, is this a bit right now? Or are you serious? No, I'm serious. It's on my Facebook page. Yeah. And these two things and they were moving and it was like, they were probably like 5,000 feet in the air, but they were moving, they're darting left and right all around. And, and I'm like, holy crap. And I showed everybody else at the party. We're all looking at it saying, what the frig is that? And it wasn't a drone because it was way too big and way too high up there to be a drone drones, but it was something happening up there. And then I told I, I would work for the Herald, and I told people at the Herald, and I had a couple of these people who were aviation experts knock it down and say, "No, no, 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 those are weather balloons." Like, fuck oh, weather shut balloons. the fuck up! There's yeah. never been a weather balloon anywhere ever. It's like never. Don't tell me weather balloon. So, like the fact that people are adamant. So I think that there's are there aliens? Shit. Well, uh, you saw UFO. You you already have the answer. I well, so there was a, certainly a UFO. I don't know if some. Some organism from Collector Nine was flying the things, but but 
but there are there are unexplainable objects in so, the sky that are not the people who are made. explaining what you're saying a lot of people mm-hmm. who don't think they're aliens will say oh that's just secret uh military exercises that's kind of no, the write-off for it there's no secrets anymore there's no yeah no actually those military guys say i you know what? i'm gonna say yes there are aliens somebody yeah, even me- the great even the great john lennon from his apartment in West 72nd Street, saw UFOs one night and didn't tell anybody because he thought they already think I'm crazy. I'm not going to get. I always, I always wonder if he would just, if you just had nothing to do, just had, uh, you know, generational money. Like I, on the beach, if I went on the beach where the sky's clear, if I just went out there every fucking night, how long would it take me before I saw something that I couldn't explain? I think it would happen. I, the more you start noticing stuff or start letting your mind notice stuff, the more you can find, find things. Like I used to when I when I was in my late twenties. You know, we'd always go out drinking, me and my, my friends, my guys, every day. And we were always poor. But so I used to go out and look for money. And when you look for something long enough, you usually You'll find, find it. Yeah. You'll you, find oh, it. If you're, your mind adapts and you start seeing little greenbacks, uh, you know, uh, hiding places. So um, I forgot the question. Does that have anything to do with what you asked? About, you know, I, was, I respect it. If you look for something, you can find it. Yeah. It's like, it's, yeah. so someone, who, you know, I got a couple yeah, bills. I'm paying a lot of things. Yes. Like right now. As you also have a gambling problem, same way. If you have a bad week, you know you'll find money. You can't. <laughs> I, I, can't I can't tell you when, uh, where I'll find it, but when you need it, you'll get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So gambling. You're, so you're saying if you're looking for something, you'll find it. I uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, the next one. Um, this is the one that I am in, intrigued about. Uh, the 2020 election was a was it predetermined result from the get go. Uh predetermined result from the get-go it was the democrats did everything they possibly could to ensure that biden had votes banked early using the pandemic as a ruse to do it um but no you know trump scared some people off uh, that year i mean there was just the forces against him were just too much you know the pandemic was new that was i mean if you january of 2020 Donald Trump was absolutely going to be re- re-elected. But then this thing came along, and then these all these influencers like Fauci, we were told to believe it was life and death, etc. And so a lot of Americans suspended their their you know own like internal vetting systems. Including just, me. I, I want mean, to get along. You know, two weeks, no problem. Makes sense. Going to the grocery store like a fucking loser with a mask on, wiping shit no. down. You know, it's just they, they got us good, man. They they, they pre-positioned yeah. us with the videos from China, people dropping dead, which doesn't even make sense. So oh, well, that was all here. about it was all about Trump. You know that had Trump been oh. pro mask from the beginning, there would be no masks. So that's the next one that I have. So so what so what's your final answer? Yes or no? Was it was the election predetermined? No. He coughed it up. Right, so another one we disagree on. So yeah. this is the next one that that just kind of plays into what you just said. Um if Trump was never elected president, does COVID ever happen? That's tough because then who was elected president? I need to know who. It doesn't it matter. Hillary. Because the way I look it, at this, yep. the way I look at this is pretty cut and dry. So if Trump never gets into politics, do we have this quote unquote global pandemic? Not to the extent, no. It would be it, it, we would more accurately describe it. It, it. We would never have kept kids home and broken the kids' fucking minds for two years. No, no, so this was you're, you're wrong on this. You're dead wrong on this. No, I think but you're that, right. You're right that it's no, but not for why you're saying wh- COVID was released and created specifically to control the election, to make Trump look bad and to control people because he was the one person that got in there. And a lot, a lot of parties, whether it's Republican, Democrat, 
they, they all kind of have their you know their tentacles to the same people. They kind of go along to get along. Trump was a disruptor. They were shocked that he won the first time, and they couldn't have it again. And the three years went way better than they worked. You know, than they they thought it would. Um, the the programming wasn't working. The non-Trump non-stop you know thing with him being awful wasn't working. He was going to win again. So release the beast, control everything. And we're going right back, whether it's uh, Biden who wins again. Well, the next president, again, will probably be more in line with the people who kind of call the shots the way I view it than mm-hmm. Trump was. Trump was a total wild card. Can't have it. Release the beast. Scare everybody. We're going to listen. It's the it's a, it's probably the break out of, you know, what break here in case of emergency. That's what it was. So if Donald Trump never wins. They don't release this. It, the, the timing's too fucking perfect. You know what this is? This is like, you know, it's funny because I was telling we were listening to you yesterday. And I told my wife that I thought you sounded like me. I thought he speaks like I speak. I mean, and I speak like you speak. I'm not saying whether you were copying manic, me. Manic, manic. Well, I guess that's what that is. And it's like, and then steady. And then, you know, I listen to myself even on my radio show. I listen back. I'm like, what the fuck? How can anybody understand anything I said? But but you know what it is? I think that we're similar. But the difference is, is that I'm 20 years older than you. And like, I would probably, if I was 30, say it was, this is all horseshit as well. But I'm more broken. You know, I'm essentially 50 now, so I'm like, fucking, there's nobody has, nobody's competent enough to do that. I've seen mm-hmm. so much incompetence in my life. But the problem with your, and I disagree with you, the problem is, yeah, is that problem. Republicans did well in 2020. Only Trump did bad. So people Impossible. voted around Trump. People, Republicans picked up congressional seats where people th- thought they wouldn't. They did well in states as well. They just, Trump lost, you know, because he ticked some people off. And especially, man, it's suburban women in Range Rovers, you, you can't scare the shit out of them. And Trump did that or, or Trump, the opposition, maybe this goes to what you're saying. Made them feel more if, comfortable. Yes. Yes, exactly. And they said, look at this. We have this, we have this uh, calcified old, old man here who won't call anybody a horse face and won't say anything bad about Mexicans. And, you know, won't say there's fine people on very both sides, which of course he never said, which is, this is all apocryphal. Yeah, bullshit. All, all clip. Well, he did say it's just clip to, you know, to make him look like a buffoon. What's worked? But, but, but actually, you know what's funny? When that, do you remember that press conference where he said find people on both sides? Of it was course. At Trump Tower. He's talking about, talking about Charlottesville. Yep. I, I watched the whole thing and I talked to radio people who I know and I said, that was Trump's finest moment. That was his best. He was awesome. He spent the whole press conference de- de- um, de- castigating uh, white supremacists. Of course, but they'll never let that be. Right. They'll never let that be known. It's no. unbelievable. My, my, one of my bosses at work, um, one of them, by the way, one of my one boss, the money guy. Yeah, he goes. It's it it funny. I said this on my show. I know you didn't hear. It. You just listen to one. That's fine. I listen to one burn barrel. We're even. Um, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, he's like Mike. You know, um, come to my office Friday before I leave. I'm gonna be gone for a week. I'm gonna be in. Uh, I'm gonna be in Davos." I was like, "You're gonna be Davos? You mean like the? Oh, you're right. You mean like the the world that world economic forum? He's like, yeah. Why did you know that? And I go, oh, not the Lots of reasons you're thinking of. I was like, you're gonna be like, you're gonna see like Bill Gates. He's like, yeah. Like, you're gonna see like Carl Schwab. Like, yeah, Carl like, Schwab. Oh. Yeah. I was like, oh boy. He's like, wait. He's like, why? He goes, and then my one boss was like, I knew this was gonna happen. It was inevitable. Inevitable. Yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, Mike has a Trump stick. Like me and Mike have talked. Like, and I was like, yeah. I was like, Stan. I was like, are you one of them? He's like, what do you mean one of them? I was like, you're not, right? He's like, no. I was like, okay. So you're just innocent, just going to an evil place. So. So yeah, my brain just works like dangerous. I mean, Davos so that... is like the he's yeah because my boss is uh comes from a powerful family, but yeah. he goes there like because he cares about you know recycling. He's actually one of the good guys, 
But he yeah, don't realize what he's surrounded by. Yeah, maybe that's, he does. But that's maybe dangerous, he does. though. You know, even if he's a, an unknowing apparatchik, that's dangerous. I mean, that that stuff, all of that global freaking futuristic progressive post-Marxist horseshit works itself into the American classrooms every morning. Oh. So uh, we got to, that's a, it is a problem. I mean, I, I, that was a great thing about Trump too, that he was, they, they fucking hated him, you know, and he hated them, but that's beautiful. Mean, yeah. These are the, that, that's the battle we're, we're fighting. I, I fucking Davos, Jesus. Have you ever been to the Super Bowl? No. You know, so I've gone for, do you, for do you see Super what, do you see what, uh, Jersey okay. right yeah, that's right. There'd be no reason. You stick up into the guess, fucking Super Bowl? Yeah, you weren't born in 1969, so I guess there was no, no it was reason. No, not confirmed. Yeah, not here. <laughs> I love the Jets, by the way. I, I I always love the Jets, and I loved um uh what's his name uh Manchise. What was his name? Sanchez. Sanchez. Mark what Sanchez. is he doing now? Um, he got in some hot water for like hooking up with a 17 year old, but he's oh, out of that hot water. He he survived it. Um, I don't know. He's just probably hanging out somewhere, looking good. Look, he's a good looking guy, just hanging out. And who is the fat guy? Oh, Rex Ryan. I loved oh, him too. Oh, I loved him. Oh, he was the best. The best. You ever you, you ever watch Hard Knocks? Uh, yeah, years ago when the training camp thing. Yeah, years yeah, ago. The best ever one was uh definitely with with Rex Ryan. Just a fucking good, bigger than life, you know, personality. Very funny. Very raw. Like his yeah. open has fucking foot fetish and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Guy. Uh, he's awesome. Rex Ryan. That was yeah, good. I saw the that one was... I saw. The season I saw was probably twenty years ago. With Siragusa was in it. Uh, Rest in peace. Yeah, he's got to be a Trump guy. Got to be a Trump guy. Well, he's no dead. One. Yeah, I know. I know he died. I know. But he must have been a Trump Tony, guy. Tony, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I, I would love to see, um, you know, a lot of these people. I feel like, I don't know, it's tough. A lot of these people who don't speak about politics kind of make me think that they probably lean right. Oh, definitely. In the NFL, like, like for the Patriots, Matt Light is a huge conservative. He's outspoken. Good um, You know, Brady was. I mean, you probably hate Brady, but he brought... You know, yeah. he, he was, but, you know, his wife got to him. In her Weird. Yeah, Giselle got the, the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. He backtracked. He did such a such a crazy thing on that. You know what was very interesting was the Jets. Did you see that clip of Trump the other day? Just at a rally in 90 seconds. Just goes on about the Jets' comeback victory. First off, he no. gets a lot of things. He gets – it's one of all sanity. It's one of the more bizarre clips you ever see. He's at a rally. People behind him. He's talking about this Jets' comeback victory. And the people in the crowd behind him are like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know what the fuck's going on, but at the end, he ends it with, yeah, I called the coach, tell him great job. That kind of makes Robert Sala, my head coach, he probably heard that clip and like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't want to be involved in this. Well, who knows? <laughs> Some people are, well, it, well, I, Matt, well, he might not be safe, but, like, Belichick talks openly about talking to Trump. He wrote him you know, a letter, right? Uh, yes, he wrote him a letter. That's right. And, and Kraft is still, but Belichick, you know, has had a good record, so, but you never know. But, I mean, it's... I, this idea that you're verboten to have an association with a guy who's a real estate developer who, you know, who won the most historic, unbelievable upset election in history. And we're not supposed to like, like this guy. Like I've talked to Trump on the, on the air before. He's a perfectly nice guy. His family is the fucking, Ivanka is the sweetest person in the world. The kids are fucking great. And they're treated like they're these little SS Nazis. Little zombies. Yeah, like yeah, how yeah, dare yeah. people like these guys are fucking impeccable. Kushner's you know, a little shithead. Who? Kushner. I like him. I know that I'm not supposed to, and I know that he's, he's a little really, rat fuck. I hate him. He just criticized somebody. Um, oh, he criticized DeSantis for moving the DeSantis, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Human trafficking. He's yeah, I like fuck. him. I, I like him. him. I know I'm not supposed to like him. A lot of people hate him, but I like what he did with the Middle East stuff, with the Gulf, um, with the um, Gulf oil states. Uh, that's pretty big shit, big, big stuff. 
And he has a diverse opinion. There's a lot of the stuff I think he's wrong on, but he helped with the criminal justice reform yeah, bill. For sure. Which is, I think is was would never have happened under any other Republican. Well, Obama ran uh, ran under it and it was, you know, everyone gave him credit for it, although he didn't do fucking any that's Only, the thing. If you, if you ask a hundred Americans, hey, criminal reform, X, Y, and Z policies happened, who who you know, who do you credit for? They'd be either Biden or Obama. And then you say Trump, they'd be like, Oh, yeah, you know, they have no idea. Yeah, they have no they idea. About that this shit. They didn't back any of it up. No, you had like Van Jones going to CPAC, um, thanking the Trump administration for working with him. Like, that was weird seeing that. Right. I mean, this is the Trump administration was better for the minority community in this country than anybody in the last 150 years. It's yep. like, uh, you know, uh, wages were up, unemployment. He used to go on this on the on the stage and brag about black unemployment being down because he loved winning and he loved everybody winning. It's like. And before he was a politician, he was winning NAACP awards. Right. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. He's a Klansman. It's like, what are you? Yeah. You can't just discredit 30 years of track record. Yeah. You know, you can listen. He's a womanizer. Absolutely. I won't deny I that. I was surprised he that he fuck. I was surprised <laughs> that he wasn't more of a womanizer. I was surprised that like, he kept it clean in the White House. I, mean, I know. I mean, yeah, I was surprised at all that stuff. I mean, in, in, he's a guy who does, does business in the streets of New York City. You got to work with a lot of different people. You're, if you're not. Doing you're that. not. You're not being a prominent name in New York City nope. without without being shady. If you're if you're doing it by the book, exactly. you have you have you have a you have one studio yeah. uh, office where you have three clients. That's all. You want to yeah. get into this, this everything. You need to be paying people off. Listen, and the fact that they are looking into every fucking thing and they haven't gotten anything yes. huge yet shows how brilliant this fucking guy is. Oh, totally. He's doing, it, it, he's it, doing like, crooked shit. You have to. Yeah, the walls are closing. It's like horse shit, man. This guy was seven thousand right, times. Right. This guy has been, you know, working with uh, organized crime and criminal politicians and movers and shakers, you know, since the nineteen seventies, and they got nothing on him. There's no way that they're gonna because he he evaluated his real estate wrong. You think they? They think fucking Letitia James? She's a moron. Moron. And, and I got news for you. When she ran, she ran under the premise she was going to get Trump. How is yes. that? How are you not politically slanted? How does that not make you ineligible to run? But they love it because you're in New York. It's a fucking loony bin. Yeah. No. It's a. It's a total. It's a total fucking mess. This guy is un. He is got. You know. He's got fucking lizard brain for survival. He's not going to. You know. Do an unforced error to get busted by some fucking federal bureaucratic clawed heads who are going to get him on a, a technicality. He's smart. Yeah, he has to be, which yeah. is good. Because if he wasn't, he would have been in a lot more trouble a long time ago. Shattuck, yep. I got to go pick up a couple buddies. I got bets that I put in for people in New England. So I'm about to – we're going to end this. <laughs> I'm going to put in probably, seriously, no joke, 50 different variations of bets. So I need like a, a clean hour. You guys got to get fucking legalized gambling in New England. Get it together. What are you we guys is. waiting on? We voted. I think we have it, don't we? I know, but yeah. implement it. Implement it. It's not hard. Get it together, New England. Yeah, I think Barstool's coming. In. It's the only vice I don't have is gambling. I just don't have enough money. Oh. But I think it's there. I, it's dormant right now in me. If I ever get some money, I'll start gambling. And with my you drug, don't, but you, of don't, course, you, don't, you, don't, you don't need you don't need money to gamble. We can get it going. Trust me. Oh, you, we, <laughs> we, 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 we can scratch that itch with a couple bucks. Believe me. We'll, I have we'll, an we'll asset. Make that so yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll make that happen. But thank you uh, for coming on. I had a good time. Thanks, man. This flew by. Absolutely appreciate it, brother. We'll, we'll talk. Hey, put the soon. video up. I look thin in this one. I know, but my hair looks horrific, so I won't. Oh, come on. Just play well, my... <laughs> you do look good. Maybe I'll release a screenshot because you do look you do look uh, handsome. You look thin. Thank you. They're very Thank mean. You. They're very, they're very mean. But uh, the camera is do. brutal in that Baby. studio. That is fucking brutal. Uh, don't I know it? Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, yeah. I get it, but thanks.
too high, baby. Turns you on. You really turn me on and on. Come down. My temperature is rising. When the three 